My name is Quincy Jones. Go into mm-hmm. my right, the best damn tag team partner and co-host of the Best Damn Podcast. Mm-hmm. What's going on, my my good sir? What's good? You know what it is, the friendly neighborhood hip-hop hybrid. I am here live. In effect, we are here in my humble abode, or humble abode, I should say, the doctor's office. And uh, yeah, it's your boy, Doc Lesnar. We're here with another episode, my dude. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, I had to question, you know, you said you're the friendly neighborhood hip-hop hybrid. I, I just, I can imagine, when you said that, I was like... I can imagine there's some uh, some street punks out there, and all of a sudden someone's like, "This is a hybrid problem." Yeah, I mean, yeah, a couple guys think they're they're getting the cipher on and a little riff raff. Yeah, you, you, know. you gotta you gotta. He likes to clean the streets of the trash. I like that. I if like there's that. A place where no bars. There I are. There. <laughs> I love it, man. But you know, what? let's get into the news real quick because, yes, uh, of course, you know we got to cover uh, not only NXT but of course we got the big blood and guts match that I'm sure we're gonna want to get into. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, man, let me just uh, straight away, I mean, we do have a few updates from last week mm-hmm. that I wanted to kind of uh, tie up loose ends. Um, well, actually, uh, a few a few weeks before, now that I think about this first one, um, this was a little bit more info about, uh, you know, Mark Henry. We had did, yes, you know, sir. he had some comments, I believe it was on his show, mm-hmm. um, where he was talking about maybe... Busted Open Radio? Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. you know, he was talking about maybe facing like a Walter or somebody that he thought, he, you know, yeah, someone that we did some talk gloss, about that. Mm-hmm. just that breakout type of win or whatever it is, but... You know, a lot of people were like, "Oh, that's, that's somebody that notable like, to to dust the old ring rust off." Give him yeah. the, and give him that rub. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a lot of people just kind of thought it was just, uh, you know, just veteran talk, which is great. You know, we we didn't know what the status of you know. Obviously, I think the last time we saw him on TV, he was walking around with the uh, the knee in that little. It wasn't a scooter, but you yeah, know yeah, what it's I mean. A scooter. It's a. Uh, is yeah. that what? It, okay, yeah. the, mm-hmm. but um, medical stu- scooter. There we go. I was not, like, not not a Matt Riddle scooter. You would know. No. You would know he's a doctor, ladies and gentlemen. We are on the we Boom. are live in the office. Just had to put that out Boom. there. Boom! Uh, but this is what he had to say. He said, "There's a lot of kids that didn't get to see me wrestle. They only saw me on YouTube. It's been enough time that has passed. Also, I quit before I had a last match. Before I waved at everybody and said, okay, I had the pink jacket on, and I'm sorry, I lied, to y'all. And I was leaving for retiring, and I own it. Uh huh. But I did not get that match where you go and pay tribute to the fans, and you go and you wrestle somebody that's up and coming, that's talented, and you give them what we call." The rub. The rub. Uh, I didn't do that, and I feel guilty. That's why I'm doing it. I figured that's why I, that I'm going to wait until I'm 50 so the expectation is lower. Mm. At 50, they don't expect me to go out there and have a 20-minute five-star match, just to be honest. I'm telling you that right now. Listen, I'm going out there. I'm in really good shape. I'm already 80 pounds lighter than I was when I had my last match. Mm. I'm going to be in really good shape. It's going to take a good man to beat me, but it may uh, might not take him that long. Hmm. So. It's it's true. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, we talked about Keith Lee. I think would benefit from something like that. I think that would be the most symbolic. But at the same time, uh, maybe it, even Lashley. I was gonna say Lashley yeah. would be a great one too. Yeah. Um, but it's hard not to think that maybe even a guy like Roman, because if you remember, right before Roman was getting prepped to seemingly finally take the belt from Brock at I think thirty four, it might have been. Yeah. And, and Nola, Mark Henry was like. 
I'm ta- I'm gonna take you to task, you know. And it was that whole moment I where you finally that. gave him yeah. that respect, you know. Um, at the end, like okay, you might be ready, type of thing, you know. And it didn't even end up taking a strap at that, that year <laughs> from Brock, which is kind of a crime. So um, that could be interesting. But yeah, like, those so, are probably the only three. Like, so that measuring test step, like yeah, was yeah, all for knots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think those three, uh, Lashley, uh, Lee, and Roman, would uh, be good guys, or even Big E. That would be a that good would, one honestly. Yeah. I think Biggie would be good. I don't. I mean, because I know he said that he's wanted. Uh, I think Goldberg was the name that he said he he's he, he don't care. Like that's just been someone that he has had his eye on. I mean, he's a big fan and all that. But I mean, I might even say that Mark Henry may be in the eyes of WWE fans, yeah, a bigger scalp. Yeah, you know what I mean. I to, think so too. You know, um, I mean. You know, again, we just talking, but that, that does remind me, though. I did get news that there's supposedly a Nation of Domination reunion in the works. I don't know in what capacity, mm. uh, if that includes. I mean, I, I mean, I would think it wouldn't include Ahmed Johnson, uh, his brief stint. Man, I was just listening to a couple of different from Jim Ross and one from Cornette. Like, it's just kind of crazy because back then, as a black fan, you gravitate automatically. Well, to it, Ahmed it's really crazy because when you hear him, you know, when you hear them talk about how over he was, yeah. I remembered, which yeah. is why I was tuned in to him. Yeah, but you, but, but you didn't really yeah. realize how difficult he was, and like well, he basically I remember he was... kept getting hurt. That's one thing I do remember as as a fan, like kayfabe or not. I was like, yeah, I was like, it seems like he he keeps getting hurt. Like I heard he, he hurt his kidneys or something happened. You know what I mean? You would yeah. read all all these and I always things felt like and he took himself a little too seriously, um, much like how we might hear about Goldberg, yeah, WCW, or even. Um, Ironically, Mark Henry, when he first got there, uh, Taker had to kind of tell him, like, yo, bro, chill. Like, yeah, you know, like. You say the Olympics, homie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, because I think he called him Big Boy or something, but like, he was you know, like, not in the way. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But I think he was, like he, that, he was yeah. more conditioned to, like, be not to look weak in that locker room. So he probably was like, and out of, out of just pure response and reaction for survival, but not really thinking like, hey, man, you're, you're barking up the real yeah, wrong yeah, tree, yeah. the whole wrong tree in the whole wrong yard. Yeah. You know, so. so. But, yeah, I hear, uh, you know, that's not the only person, you know, you got WWE with this whole, uh, uh, the, the, what, what is it, the um, these shows that they have, uh, we, we've been, the blood money and all that shit. Oh, you talking about the, the Saudi shows. Yeah, the Saudi shows. So yeah. I guess there's some shows going on in Qatar for Qatar uh, pro wrestling. And really? yeah, I guess they're the ones who bringing back like Gold uh, D'Lo, Godfather. For yeah, because they're really I big. Think, I think Booker T's going to be on that show too. I wouldn't even be surprised because that's the thing, bro. Because I know I read something too where uh, initially when they entered that deal with WWE, a lot of the people they wanted to bring yeah. were not alive anymore, they, and, and they, they did no, not know. And I don't know if it's, if it's you know I know in a lot of different um, pertaining to you know as what they would classify as third world countries and stuff like that yeah they get a lot of their media late yeah but so that, you know what i mean but it's crazy but that's think, what i'm like, saying yeah, oh, yeah okay then we want to see ultimate warrior here and it's just like like ultimate uh, warrior versus macho or something yeah, like, like you know what i mean I, yeah. but i'm but i'm being like warrior was a name on their list and they did not know he passed like you know so i don't know but I will say, in regardless of what capacity, what venue, where, I do think an NOD, Nation of Domination, uh, reunion would be really cool I to mean, see. I don't know how they'll frame it because yeah. Black History Month already came and went. Well, see, um, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't, when I heard that, I'm like, well, fuck, that means they could have done it and they could have used it in a way that, that, that could have got the her business on yeah. there. Like, oh, yeah, that's so a, great. That's the first thing I'm whether, thinking about. Whether like, they're in their shadow to kind of co-sign them or whether they face them. To co-sign or whatever there's going to be. You know what I mean? I would have yeah. been kind of cool. But, you know, you can't book everything. It's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a fantasy. But uh, 
also on the docket here, I did want to get your, uh, you know, your, your, your uh, feedback on this. We did get word because, again, you know, we're going to co- cover this match after the break. Blood and guts. Oh, okay. Possible heat going into this match? You think oh. this is this is legit? You think this is I have heard maybe a little this. bit of selling point, which I think it could be a little bit of both, possibly. Yeah, um, it's it's tough. Yeah, I, you're talking about the thing Spears said. Yeah, Spears. Right? I mean, yeah. I'll get straight to the quote here because quote. I don't think I'm going to get in trouble if they ask you to, uh, to cut this. Then go ahead and cut this. But sometimes in wrestling, you're going to meet guys and work with guys that you just don't get along with. No matter what you, uh, no matter what, you just don't see eye to eye. Uh, that's something that's just not going to change, and it is what it is. Professionalism takes precedence, but sometimes guys just don't like each other. I'm not going to name any names. I'm not going to say anything more other than that there are guys in this match on May 5th that legitimately do not like each other. You throw that into an already combustible element of blood and guts in a match already tailor-made for violence, so to speak, and anything could happen. Um, You know, now that I hear it again, because I didn't know about the, 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 the way that the clip came in. I, I just heard about... Right. Oh, there's some people in this match that may, you know, or sometimes in wrestling, you might not like who you're working with. I didn't hear about if they asked you to cut this, you know, because that's interesting, too. But Spears is, you know, he's not paired with Tully for no reason. I mean, he's got a great mind for the business, you know, so part of me feels like he knew that was a good way to hook him right yeah, yeah because that that's a that's a very small detail that you wouldn't think to even say to try to really add on like. I'm speaking shoot or I'm shooting from the hip here. You know what I mean? Um, I'll put it this way. It definitely sells this match more. Um, you know what I mean? And But the only thing I'll say is if I had to guess, I would almost feel like it's between Spears and Sammy. If there is, because I, I just feel like Sammy's the youngest guy in the match um, and probably the most, I mean, I want to say. Underexperienced, I guess. I want to say underexperienced, but like, very confidently tenured, rambunctious. The, 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 the most, I guess, the least tenured, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean, he's the youngest guy, but I feel like he's he, because of, you know, he's kind of different. He's from a different yeah, era. Him and, of him and MJF, I think, are like the two yeah. youngest that are like, the, yeah, they're they're like, everyone else are like wrestling. Not to say that they're the kids in, in, a, in a man's war, but they definitely are going to be the ones that have the room to have to prove, you know, why True. they belong. True, but I also look at logic. I mean, if you look at the style of everyone involved, the only one that's really flashy is Sammy and sometimes proud and powerful. You know what I mean? But that's with tag team moves. You know what I'm saying? So, and I don't think they try to do anything that's outside of the realm. You're not seeing, like, you know, twisting corkscrews, you know what I mean, from Proud and Powerful, but you might see it from Sammy. So I think because of that, there might be a lapse in, you know, maybe logic and how to put the... I'll put it this way. I did... I wasn't... And I said it last week. I just wasn't a fan of the way Sammy kind of buried Sean. Um, I just thought that yeah. one, that just was unnecessary. And I mean, because he's that, already kind of trying to fight his way back up already. Exactly. You know I mean? Based you know on public, uh, public opinion, I guess, yeah. or perception. There's a lot of start-stop. Yeah. The yeah, last yeah. thing he did of importance we thought at the time was the scorpio sky thing i was yeah i was just about to bring that up was that the match that he wrestled with his pants off at the end yeah and like tully like was pissed off like at it you know he came back then you know the next uh i think dynamite was like just high at him about it i was just like what does this do for his character it doesn't do anything nothing you know, and, then, and, then, and then he had Tully's face on the crotch right or on his on his ass or i something. don't know what the hell something it was, like dude. that it, it was it was like some he hasn't been taken seriously since the chair shot it was some WWE shit, to be honest. Yeah, that's what that's really what it was. But yeah, I mean, I think I told you, like, I, I even you know because of this quote, I even went back and watched that parlay segment, and 
I was watching, you know, if any there was any type of weird tension or weird kind of interaction, you know what I mean? Mean mugs, whatever you want to call it. And I kind of noticed, you know, a little bit of weird energy, so to speak, with the, like, when, when Sammy was getting in, uh, uh, what's his name's face, uh, Sean Spears' face we were just talking about. Hmm. Like, you know, you got uh, Dax and Cash next to him. And I don't know if it's weird. Like, they, they just kind of have this way that they're staring a hole right through him. And I don't know if it's shoot or, or if it's, they're working or what. that's tough because you got to realize those three know, definitely know each other from NXT. Um, they're probably the closest, I would say, in that bunch Next to uh, Tommy, that, yeah. I would say, well, yeah, yeah. In terms of like actually knowing each other for yeah, a yeah, of years. Yeah, true. Besides, I would say Jericho and Hager. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's tough. I mean, like, I, it, it, I mean, it, it could be, but I, I'll put it this way: we will really see. I think in the match. Yeah, I mean, either way, I was going to say, like you said, it does. It's doing what it's supposed to be doing. It got us talking, right? You know Definitely. what I mean? I mean so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it was like I said, it was. I brought it up here, but. Uh, speaking of AEW, uh, did want to also bring this up, and um, I mean, you, you brought it up in a bit, uh, or I guess in a chat, in a different way, um, as we kind of been uncovering this news. It looks like Tessa Blanchard and Daga may be on their way to AEW. Oh, so I haven't read anything about it. I just know that he seems like he's ready to leave. I think he's... Is he working in AAA? Or oh, I, I he... think he just dropped a t- uh, championship, or they, they had him drop a title because I think he's leaving. Got you. Okay. Hmm. Well, that would be interesting because I know exactly what Tony said a long time ago, but, I mean, if that's true, I mean, first of all, yes, on Tessa. Um, you know what I mean? But I feel like he's going to get a lot of flack for all the, you know, preemptive, hey, Hogan's, you don't got to pass over here. And Tessa, nope. You know, we don't, we don't do, you know, we'll never sign someone like that. You I know? mean, some like, people like, would add Jericho to that list because of a tweet he's had about a, uh, someone dressed up like Obama once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It's not a good look. No. Uh, but, yeah, so what it says here is, uh, this is reported, by the way, by uh, SES Scoops. Uh, it's being reported Tessa Blanchard and her husband, Daga, are in talks with AEW and close to signing a deal with the promotion. A source says it's, quote, all but a formality, unquote, as the, they will sign and discussions have been going on for over a month. So I like that. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm, I I got nothing but good things. If, if that's what's going to happen, cool. Uh, just keep her away from Swole or Swole's just going to have to do business, whatever. I mean, she hasn't really been on TV. Uh, she's been on Dark, but, you know, Elevation, I should say. But, I mean, Tessa yeah. is a star, and honestly, I don't know if you have Tessa – Join up with Britt Baker if you have her try to. I mean, I don't know if she'll she can be face right away. I mean, those but, you two know could I mean? could actually have a premiere uh, feud for the women's division that people would want to yeah invest in. So there's that. I Definitely. mean, but then after that, then who who's next? You know mm. what I mean. So they may want to hold off on it as well. Well, yeah. Um, you know. By the way, uh, <laughs> we were talking about the we had the Ariel Monroe reference the other day. Yeah. And I didn't realize that her real shoot first name is Ariel. Spelled yeah. the way that way as well. I was like, yeah. that's that's hard. Yeah, that's hard. Um, speaking of, uh, I guess former people, uh, former talents, you mean? For, former talents. You know, we did have a few people that got released and asked for releases. But worth noting, Andrade has arrived in AAA. Yep, and he has challenged uh, Kenny Omega for the AAA Mega Championship. Yes, at Triple Mania Twenty Nine. Big news, right? Yeah. Uh, don't I, know if he's accepted yet, though. Well, yeah, I, I, if you guys paid attention, I uh, reported on this on Instagram. 
Kenny responded because I think it was AAA that actually posted it, you know, and tagged him and Andrade in it. And he responded saying, "I'm a little busy at the, uh, you know, right now, but I, I'll, I'll get. Basically, I'll make a decision when I get a chance. You know, what I mean, it, it was just like typical heel shit. Oh, he goes, "I'm a busy guy. Give me some time to think about it." That's what he said. And then uh, actually, Andrade wrote back, "Busy guy." Okay, I debuted at 13 years old, and I always kept busy and traveling around the world winning championships, and you were in Japan playing with children when I was a superstar. Now is my first Tranquilo year, and I will wait for your answer on the beach with a big fist emoji. And, you know, and he had posted it with a photo of Kenny in the ring, you know, the famed photo with the young girl, you know, in, in the, uh, what is it, the eight-year-old girl or 10-year-old girl that he fought in DDT, and then uh, all the uh, titles okay. he's won as, you know, La Sombra, as, as Andrade, and then, of course, a picture of him on the beach. You know? Yeah, I've seen him with the uh, IWGP, uh, uh, or I guess the former, because, mm-hmm. you know, that title no longer yeah, that's is right. in yeah. rotation. Yeah, the, the, oh, the IC, yeah. Unfortunately. <sighs> that's a travesty. That, that new never, uh, that never, or is it the open weight or the never? Yeah, that, that's that, right. Yeah, that new one looks dope, though. Yeah, Jay, uh, Jay White won that, by the way, from yeah. Hiroshi Tanahashi. And then I also seen that, um, you know, I mean, worth noting, because he's one of, the, one of the indie favorites, Tony Deppin, been, you know, he, he's been yeah. doing work with uh, Brody King over in uh, ROH. Uh, he yeah. actually just won the television championship. Yeah, I saw that, man. I think that's that's really dope. I know we almost had a chance to, or did we have him? We almost did. Almost, yeah. He was part of the bunch, Pro. though. Yeah, he was like the only one out of the four we didn't get <laughs> that was on the show. But uh, yeah, yeah, but I, I am so excited to see. Hopefully, we can get you know Tranquilo versus Omega. That'd be kind of dope. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's all but a formality, man. Like it, I don't know. I mean, when Triple Triple Mania is, um, but. I'm assuming that Kenny's going to want to hang on to that belt for a little bit to continue to build the whole collector deal. Uh, but I think Andrade winning that. I mean, if they can get that housed in or a rematch done in uh, AEW, man, Denaro. Not money, Denaro. I mean, not even that. Can you imagine if, like, only, like, for a one-time appearance for AEW, he, he comes out with Zelina or, I mean, uh, Tia. yeah. You know what I mean? Just for like a one-nighter. But I know she got like some sort of like contract that's somewhere. like unspoken Yeah, have we somewhere. heard? Have we found out where that's at yet? Maybe it's nope. an LW. Maybe it's Cameo. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's Twitch. Maybe <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, who knows? It's everywhere that she wants to be. But uh, also worth noting, you know, we did report that, you know, supposedly there's that match, Andrade and uh, Alberto El Patron. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on that card is actually the Lucha Brothers uh, versus... They're supposed to be going against Bandito and Dragon Lee, bro. <sighs> yeah. And then also, uh, Tay Conte and Red Velvet supposed to be also featured as well. Uh, Miranda Alizé. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was just worth noting there was some AEW uh, uh, talent that was going to be on the show. So, um, But speaking of that, I did have a quote. Um, Sean Spears also did get asked about whether or not the Iconics would be sort of, you know, going to AEW. Mm -hmm. And uh, he basically said, uh, you know, those kind of questions are a little above my pay grade. Being biased and obviously being selfish, of course, I think both those women individually are incredible talents, but collectively they are over uh, the moon in terms of, of talent. I don't need to sell Cassie Lee or Billy Kay. I don't need to sell any of these guys to you. Uh, you know what they are capable of. You know how highly entertaining they are. And when it comes to entering ability, just they just complement each other so well. Uh, in terms of whether to show up, and I guess he mimicked like his hands praying. He said, Tony, why not? 
But again, those things are above my pay grade. But when things like that happen and they happen to everybody, I tell everyone this, not just those two, but I've been released before. Everybody loses their job at some point. You're either there for 30 years and they give you a gold watch or you retire or things happen. Hmm. Uh, the main thing is how you bounce back. Really good individuals, really strong-willed individuals and people with a chip on their shoulder, they have a tendency to bounce back, land on their feet, and those two women are going to land on their feet without question. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I know for sure that uh, uh, Scott uh, Scott Demore, Demore, whichever way you want to, I mean, yeah, uh, he has uh, vocally shown interest in them. Uh, I don't know if this is for an interview or They're, if this is for like on screen because obviously yeah. he was asked about the whole thing that played at Rebellion, where you you know the, the familiar clip, you know where they yeah, the people same get thing familiar last time. exactly, yeah. and he pretty much confirmed like, yeah, I mean it it. it we're going to do it again because it, it, you saw how well that worked last time, you know, and he had basically said, like, I'd be lucky. I would love to work with Samoa Joe again. You know what I mean? It, it, like, he's one of the best guys, you know, so yeah. I don't know. But to me, I feel like um, doors are open. So who, who's to say who's exclusive to who? So I'll be just Very glad, that, glad to see any of those three, uh, you know what I mean? Jessica K, Cassie Lee, and um, Joe just like show up anywhere that's not WWE affiliated to be honest with you so I mean just for me personally I'd rather see Joe show up as like a, a third to help out Moxley and Kingston I mean yeah, did, did you see point. or uh, did you get that clip I showed you because you talked about Sammy Callahan and so yeah, there was a yeah. match where Callahan got jumped by, by I did the good brothers and, and yeah i mean him and his i think it was eddie edwards and it's weird because eddie edwards is in that six man against uh Omega and then you and know that. you think about their history with the baseball band incident and everything exactly. too so it's like yeah but uh i mean it's, that's all i really got for news i mean just to update you um cedric broke up with shelton on raw yeah uh the tag champions actually made a uh, appearance uh almas and aj i heard they claimed they were in uh the caribbean sipping on daiquiris or whatever the fuck okay um sure. like almost was, was like was like hyping them like they were delicious mm, that's i awesome. know we took care of them right like i was awesome. like okay i got yeah I so gotta go yeah because uh yeah he he <laughs> oh but what i loved is uh because you know i've been saying this too low-key under my breath but kofi came out and AJ's like, hey, Kofi, hey, that, those, those are cool hoodie, uh, elbow pads and gloves. Yo, you got the AJ look. I was like, finally. Oh, man. <laughs> got him. <laughs> I didn't realize he was wearing gloves now. Yeah, he was, he's was. he been wearing gloves for like a cool mm. minute. Yeah, but, you how long? Yeah, I mean. Uh, I only, but Eva Marie, she, you know, yeah. we talked about that. My old Marie. friend, you guys see. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know, we, we used to, you know, kiki uh, over there on uh, Total Divas sometimes. She really sometimes. just needs to respect the boundaries of your marriage, man. I'm I just, mean, you know. I was there for a very cool discovery of her life. She was getting a figure made. And this, you is, know. this is pre-All Red Everything, so this is, like, real early. Yeah. Early. Early. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's pretty much, I mean, oh, um, I mean, I guess you'll talk about it on NXT, but yeah. <laughs> we were just telling the future, <laughs> again, about fucking uh, Swerve. Yeah, that was, man. That was crazy. Real real talk. Like, just, like, uh, really sniffing around it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, pause, man. Pause, yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, do your thing, man. Yeah. We got NXT Definitely. for the, the week, was it the weekly wrestling wrap-up? <laughs> I believe we ended up selling on Brand Warfare. Maybe? Yeah, I was trying to remember. Yeah. I couldn't remember the one you came up with. I will say this, too. Speaking of NXT, um, it's crazy because someone had put up this meme where it showed four former talents who were four major NXT champions in their history of, of the brand, and it's Samoa Joe is gone. Pac, the former Neville, is gone. 
Bo Dallas is gone, and of course Andrade. So it's just like, damn, like how are you guys gonna be able to roll back footage of stuff? You know, what I mean, you guys. You know what? Um, I I totally forgot about. Remember when Johnny Gargano threw up that picture with him with uh, him and Daniel Bryan too? Yeah. Oh yeah, that is definitely some. The only thing I was gonna, the reason I was gonna bring that up is because I literally just read mm-hmm. from one site, and yeah, I can't, it? I can't remember the the source, but it's like one of the two that I always go to, and you know they're on point. One said Daniel's Daniel Bryan's contract is not up till till this August. I got, but this, then yeah, Fightful Select is saying mm-hmm. that is expired. Yeah, so I'm, I'm like, looking what, at what this is right here. Yeah, Fightful reports that Daniel Bryan's WWE contract has expired and he is done. Future unknown. Um, but I can't tell if they're just spreading this because I, I know yeah, we, exactly. we Wrestling had uh, posted something earlier on and confirming like that that this is true that he's a free agent. They moved him to the, the alumni section, what but I, you know they've done that before for storyline. That, that ain't really telling. You know yeah, I mean? that's very true. I mean, and we talked about also like his but mindset. If he comes in to that NXT, triple threat was uh, was shaky. I know you talked about it on the flow show more so. Yeah, yeah, with the out of body experience. Yeah, beforehand he, and, yeah, and I don't, you know, I don't. I don't get it. You know what I mean? I, like, I, 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 well, I, I think from a mental health standpoint, but I just wonder what brought that on or if this is, you know, is he. Well, I, I think what, what people have been hearing is like he's been kind of thinking like outside the box. Like, I mean, if I'm stuck at WWE, that means I'm like, because he said, I still want to go and to, uh, I forgot which arena, like a famous arena, and, and go wrestle a, a main event sellout in, in, in Mexico. Yeah. I still want to go and do this in Japan, but I can't do that if I'm here. Yeah, that's So true. it's like he still wants, like, it's almost like he has, like, a bucket list of things he wants to do before he, because he knows he has a bump card. I, that's I, I see what down. you're saying. He he, so, does, he doesn't want to stay at WWE and regret the things he didn't get to do. Well, because he knows he they won't be, they, yeah, A, won't, they won't get it. accommodate it. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the then, best way to say it. Yeah, because yeah. I know he's talked about he's wanted to wrestle Grand Matalik for a while. And, and, and it's like so so they'll let him wrestle drew gulag but they won't let him wrestle grand metal league it's, yeah, it, it's crazy yeah. yeah i mean because and the thing too i remember he said like before he went out there he said he felt so weird where he's like this must be how it feels when you're about to die yeah he and said he felt like, very disconnected from its body is the way yeah. he felt like, which like, i've been there you know when i you know when i first started having my problems with anxiety like i totally it felt like i had no control over the movements like I mean, to put it bluntly, you know, I felt like I was kind of like on autopilot, you know mm. what I'm saying? And it didn't feel like I was really doing anything. I was just going through the motions because my body was familiar with those things. But I didn't really feel like I was existing like Interesting. there. So that's why it was hard for me. And, and that's a quite a journey. That's why meditation was something that really helped center me, you know what I mean? So, mm. uh, and not to get too deep, but it just no, makes no, me yeah. wonder, you know, if he need because I know he's doing all that cryogenic chamber stuff. Like, true. You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe he needs to go back to that, but maybe it is he's just missing those you know things that make them happy that you know outside of the realm that can make it happen because i i I know another person he said that since the since you know he he was like sad about not being able to because he got hurt by the time he came in Mm. um was you know former hideo otami but kenta yeah and it's like now that he can't you know that then when he got cleared of course kenta is not in the company anymore yeah so it's like maybe he still wants to go and do that i wouldn't advise him to go fight a strong style match yeah (laughs) but if if, you know what i mean if that's going to be one of the things you know if that's the one and done strong style match over in japan i mean i get it you know what i'm saying like he's got um, he he wants to 
die on the hill. He, he, he doesn't want to regret. Not, I mean, especially yeah. when he got this second chance. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Yeah. You know, and he knows it's not going to be forever. So he's like, while I got it, I need to, yeah. I need to use it. If that's the case. Exactly. And, we could all be getting work. But and my, not to get know, off, too, because yeah. I know the reason we even brought up Dan Bryan was because obviously he lost that match against Roman last week, which I heard it was a phenomenal match. I heard he lost clean. Didn't get a chance to watch it yet, but we'll yeah, do. Was, yeah. Don't yell at me too loud. Uh, but no, the thing, you know, was the fact that um, we saw Roman that, got new that, music. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Got a nice presentation, but it was just the whole thing, you know. Like we say, he got moved to alumni. He's not on SmackDown. That's what I heard. It wasn't WWE. It was supposed to, the wording was SmackDown. Yeah, he so had a lot to leave people SmackDown. wondering if he was going to go to Raw yeah, or yeah, somewhere else. So it was interesting to see Gargano post, like you said, it's this old photo of uh, Brian Brian Danielson uh, versus a ponytail Johnny Gargano, which I remember that this photo uh, where he just wrote, "It's been a while." Dot dot. You know, and uh, it just makes me wonder, huh, could he come down to NXT since he can't be on SmackDown? <laughs> if you wanna... And it's like, yes, please. That'd be awesome. I don't I don't want him to go against Cross or anything like that. But we talked about, you know, we never seen him in Balor. We uh, would love to see him in Dunn, Dude, him, him mean... in uh, Gargano, obviously him in. I, 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 I think I think know, I even like said Thatcher. I think I even said him in Walter. Yeah, you did say. Like, oh, that'd be. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh. Hey, yo, Daniel, if you want to have a wrestling match and not have uh, Vince McMahon dancing all in the mm-hmm. <laughs> in the video, Word. come on down to NXT. Imagine him and Kushida. Him versus Cross. Did we say Cross already? I mean, I don't mind him oh, versus Oh, him Cross. versus Kushida? Oh, yeah. please, take my money, my shirt, and my pants. Yeah. I'll watch it naked, dude. What <laughs> the hell yeah, I want to see that shit, oh, dude. Oh, man. But N- oh, my so let's God. get to NXT. Him we versus were, Pete yeah. Dunn? Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, yeah, Too yeah. many. My Too dude, many. My dude. Jeez. Yeah, now trust me, I got a lot of responses yeah, on yeah. that. On, on check, by the way, check the Instagram at doc underscore kgs pod. You guys will uh, see what I mean. I, you but, understand? Uh, this is my meme guy, and this is the guy with the news scoops. I try. I, I just try to jump on it, man. But uh, let's jump on this review, my dude. Pause that. Pause that. Uh, but uh, NXT, uh, and it is quite the NXT because there are some, you know. Big tag matches and stuff like that. So I'm just get on through with this. We have a Falls Count Anywhere match. Uh, it is Swerve Scott going against your favorite Leon Ruff. Not really your favorite. Uh, and I'm gonna just call it like I did last of the week. Trash on the show. Oh yeah, I love this. I mean, because the match starts, no one interrupts anyone's entrance, right? Uh, you know, Ruff just starts to run at. Uh, I don't know what he thought he was doing, but he got stopped right in his tracks with a brutal uh, knee strike Great. from uh, Swerve, which I love. Uh, Ruff goes for a suicide dive on the outside, but he gets caught. Midair on uh, fireman's, uh, you know, on Swerve's shoulders, fireman style. He DVDs him on the apron. Hell yeah! Uh, sidewalk slam from Swerve on the ramp for two. Again, this is false count anywhere. And now uh, we get, I gotta say, a hell of a superplex from Swerve to Rough for two. Like literally, it was nice in the ring. In the ring, yeah, it was okay because r- they were just out the ring. So when you yeah, said that, I was like, where? Uh, yeah, yeah, my bad, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're like good. I said, I'm going through. At one point, outside the ring, Rough just pick up a uh, or Rough avoids getting hit with a toolbox uh, from Ooh. from Swerve. I was like, okay, yeah, they're not going to do all that. Not for Quincy, you know. <laughs> But he does power bomb. They go to the locker room area, power bombs him into the locker, spine busters him into the locker. Shit. Uh, gets his receipt with the rolling equipment box. You okay. know what I mean? So okay. I was like, oh, this is all good stuff, you know? Uh, and then he actually, uh, he, he tries to go for a head scissors, rough, I mean, and then he gets caught, like, off of the plexiglass and gets caught with, like, that JML driver he does sometimes. But I guess he calls that version the confidence boost. 
But I'm just like, okay, because that's weird. He, yeah, yeah, it, it was kind of weird. Uh, I will give a little bit to Ruff. He uh, drive by drop kick Roman Reign style, uh, which was not bad. Uh, we do get a running plancha senton style off the stage on a swerve, which is you know he's always good for that. And at one point he does counter a deadlift superplex from the apron into the ring into a avalanche crucifix driver for two. Which was, yeah, it was pretty dope. We do see a springboard poison rana off the apron to the floor to swerve as well. Uh, and at some point he does take the toolbox. He kind of hits this like double sledge, uh, like jumps off the the steps and hits a double sledge to swerve's leg. Which I was like, damn, okay, you trying to like really take. It, take it to the streets now like because you tied again your ass whooped but oh, oh you know it, it felt like too little too late uh we do get a <laughs> low down fro- uh style frog splash from rough as well but uh this yeah. is uh we we do see rough hit a corkscrew cutter in the ring swerve rolls out and then he hits one from the apron to the floor as well and then for That's some too much juice right, bro but for some reason clotheslines them over the barricade right That's, yeah it makes no it makes, it makes no point to me and then so he sees like this production area. He climbs on top of it and goes for this diving cross body. When out of nowhere, he gets caught by this dude that they name, they, they uh, call him AJ Francis, who's actually a yeah. former football player. No, he's I the, guess who uh, was with the Dolphins for a short spell. And, so he's the guy that that's on the show that they got right now, the WWE most, uh, what's it called, the, the Treasures. Oh, that's him? That's the same guy. It's crazy because that's the first time I've ever seen him, right? And when you see every time his name would pop up when he would talk, yeah. it would say WWE aspiring WWE superstar slash uh, field collector because he's the guy that goes yeah. with whoever it is. Yeah, because I saw that Taker one in that song yeah. with, yeah, with uh, Foley as well. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I didn't yeah. realize so, that was the same guy. So that's okay. why I was like, I was like, oh, I wonder, I was like, the fact that he's an aspiring superstar, I was like, okay, that they would definitely say he was like a performance center guy or something but yeah you know he has like you know spells with triple h and stuff where he talks to them and you know whatever i didn't wow okay so, so he's getting his hands in different things now. yeah okay, so that's, that's why i was surprised to see him like so yeah, quickly they, I was like, they, oh, called, okay. they called him a member of swerve's entourage so i thought maybe mm. okay because i remember he was just in last week's vignette but I didn't really know okay. who he was. You know, what I, mean? I thought maybe uh, he was like his uh, engineer. Was or it something. Brianna Brandy? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get to I, that. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I've seen so, her. Uh, but a we, yeah, bunch we do see AJ Francis. He catches him uh, and he says, "You must be out your mind, boy!" And throws him up on his shoulders, <laughs> DVDs him on the barricade, oh, and then uh, throws him back in the ring. And uh, we do see the G- uh, JML driver, which they call. So that's why I'm saying I, don't, I guess it's different because when he hit the one off the plexiglass. Vic was like, the confidence boost. You know what I mean? So then when he hits the JML <laughs> driver, because it's got the half Nelson, it just it's don't like. It sound right. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of, yeah. The, that sounds like more like someone that's trying to do like some, uh, like, that's like a Bo, Bo Dallas, like early Bo Dallas with the with the Bo Leaf stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of, man. That would have been But uh, <laughs> he does get the JML driver for the win. Post-match Swerve is shown celebrating the win on the ramp, and he's joined by uh, uh AJ Francis, Ashanti the Adonis, which yep. we brought up last week, and like you said, Brianna Brandy, who uh, I have not seen her get physical. She's been used for kind of she different, did, she different did raw like backstage roles. Yeah, yeah. I seen and her, yeah. I know that she's done the one. She's done a lot of work with Josiah rapping, so it kind of makes sense like why she, they're because yeah. the, you know they show a, a swerve in the, in the studio and all that. So. I was gonna say she's been in a lot in the studio videos with Swerve. I've seen. Yeah, definitely. So because yeah, it's the braids always always see exactly. So, but uh, this takes us to a backstage segment with the way uh, Johnny and Theory <laughs> are shown looking for Rigo when they notice his office door is open and they walk right in and interrupt a meeting with Scarlet. Uh, Johnny calls himself the number one champion while glaring right at Scarlet, then tells Rigo, "When you're ready, we have business to talk." You know, basically. In 
goes to walk off. Uh, but Theory is like kind of like enamored with Scarlet, and he's like looking down at her, and it kind of looks like he's staring at her cleavage because he says, "Wow, are those real? Oh, what am I saying? Of course they're real. They're big too. Can I?" And he reaches for a hand, and he can't. He basically is complimenting her her nails mm-hmm. because they're always long, and you know. Yeah. But it's kind of one of those. Okay, that was a fine line, WWE. Don't forget, wasn't that long. Theory was yeah. on that list until he got cleared, quote unquote. Because yeah, we, you know who knows. You know what I mean? Cause <laughs> it they, ain't yeah. no quote unquote. That's exactly what went yeah. down. Well, well I, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just I don't want to say he was clear because it's one of those things where I don't want to say he wasn't I in mean, the wrong because I do remember his case and, wasn't and too dream, bad. Dream ain't so. right. Yeah, but it wasn't too long. Dream was. You yeah. know what I mean? He was quote unquote cleared, and then you know he Triple H was avoiding the question and call-ins and stuff like that i mean anyway. i bet you it's different too because he's like so we're gonna make you a dummy that's yeah. cool dude as long as i'm on tv yeah man. i'll earn it you know what i'm saying yeah, so but-, but he basically you know compliments <laughs> her nails and then johnny drags you know oh her, man you know, that's all bad yeah yeah I, I thought i thought it was a fine line uh next we get a match cameron grimes against an enhancement talent i've never heard of named asher hale uh i'm gonna be honest look like that's a horrible name <clears throat> horrible name uh definitely seemed like you know it looked like he was a little more seasoned but I don't know. It, I felt like the match was longer than it needed to be just to try to see what Hell could do, but it wasn't like I didn't understand it. But basically, Hell does a uh, rope hung double dragon screw, which was different. Uh, he does get a very nice altitude diving shotgun drop kick, but Grimes hits that spinning sit out Yurinagi slam in the cave in for the win. Um, and he just basically says he's gonna go to the club. Like he's he's like he's like pretty. Ex- he wants to celebrate his win, and he just leaves. Uh, this brings us to a backstage interview with Casey and Caden. Caden talks about. You know, we haven't seen her since she you know breathed secondhand smoke. You know I me mean, from from uh, what's her name, the T and Shaw. I'm sorry, but those two got a job, but the Iconics don't. I had to say it. Yeah. I just had to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Just had to say it. And it's funny you say that because Caden talks about wanting no parts of T and Shaw, and officially basically closes that door. <laughs> like 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 and they, like just kind of it's that part in the movie when the monster tells you to run well we're running it was just like oh okay so you're, y'all good then oh, oh, all right whatever casey brings up the woman's tag title division and says hey we'll be watching the uh, main event closely when frankie monet interrupts uh frankie calls them cute and says they're even her favorite tag team before saying but you know honestly it's probably gonna take you guys a little bit longer than you think to get the belts and then says uh but you know we meaning her and her dog believe in them and then she exits before casey holds Caden back uh you know like because she's got to be the tough one uh, this brings us to Cameron Grimes uh, with a backstage segment. Uh, Grimes is shown celebrating his win in the locker room area when he's joined by Everrise, who uh, quickly plug their merch of you know like they did last week. They make it clear they want to join Grimes for a night that's, out. I'm sorry, I just got to say the class of personalities is actually that sounds yeah, pretty money. It, I, I thought so too, but it doesn't go that way. I mean, they oh, basically shit. make it known they'd like to join Grimes and celebrating you know with a night out. You know, I guess in the club because he talks about he wants to go to club. But Grimes, I love this line. He says, only got room for three, which there are three of them. And he goes, me, myself, and Cameron Grimes, you know. And uh, I like he, the other he basically line he had, says uh, earlier, by, uh, by the way, because I, I did see the, these vignettes throughout the night. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I, saw yeah about, I guess I can go yeah, straight through those because he basically no, says, no, he you know, I'm, he's going to head straight to the moon but and also straight to the VIP. Yeah, that, that was the line. Yeah, and <laughs> was then, like, that was good. That was good. Uh, he exits while Everrise kind of banter off about, man, you think for a money guy, you'd, you'd have better math because they, they're still like, well, we're three type of thing, you know. So, <laughs> uh, and I'll just, yeah, I'll probably just connect the dots on that because uh, later on we do see Grimes. I believe he's outside of a club. I believe they call it the what was it? The um, I got it here. Sorry, 
the Vanguard Theater. Yeah, he's try- and he's out there. He's trying to fist bump the bouncer, but to no avail. He explains, hey, man, I rented out the VIP room for the night, but the bouncer notifies him, you know what, you're not on the list at this point because the entire venue is actually be rented out for the night. At this point, a limo pulls up with a huge golden dollar sign on the hood, uh, and, of course, Ted DiBiase walks out to Grimes' dismay, tells Grimes, you know, uh, to learn the lesson, don't just rent a booth when you can buy the whole place, and reminds him everybody's got a price of a million-dollar man and hits the trademark laugh while you know, Grimes screams, Ted DiBiase! Again, you know, outside of the club this time, you know, kind of, you know. Hey, you do, you do a good upset camera, Grimes. That was good. Uh, I try, I try, man. I try. <laughs> but uh, this brings us to a, I thought, uh, interesting tag team match. It was Tommaso and Thatcher against Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, at first, I wanted to discuss this, but then I actually saw what happened, and I was able to kind of summarize this a little better. Of course, we get the usual pre-match promo of my friend from uh, GYV. Uh, about that, you know, they're basically mad at Thatcher for encouraging the universe for taking off the shoes last week, uh, but they get interrupted by Champa and Thatcher. Uh, you know, from Champa and Thatcher's side, we do see a sleeper by Thatcher to Gibson, and uh, I love how he almost puts Gibson to sleep, and we see uh, Drake try to run and kick him in the face to break it, and he just eats that, and he smiles at him. It's like a dope-ass, like... You must not know why they call me Toothless Timmy. You know what I mean? Fuck. Like, like it, it's a really nice presentation, I would say. Uh, and then at that point, I will give Beth her due, even yeah. though. Okay, I was confused at first because I thought I thought he when he went when you when the way you said it, I thought he went to go kick him to get him off, and then he like let it go, and that Zach ate ate the kick. No, but no. but no, but you're saying that Timmy held on, ate the kick, and smiled with the toothless. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, it was pretty intimidating. And then he tries to do it again. Because he because he won't let go of the sleeper, and then at this point Champa joins them, and then they kind of do stereo sleepers, and then they start doing they start clubbing them at the same time, and at this point Beth decides to hit maybe the most decent line in her commentary career. <laughs> Looks like it's club sandwiches for everybody. <laughs> oh man, the crickets didn't even go. Oh well. Couldn't even pay the crickets. Uh, this takes us to a hot tech from Champa, who of course clears house. Oh hell no, I'm putting them in, putting those in in post. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's getting all the crickets, uh, all all the smoke <laughs> on the me. Uh, Champa hot tags clears house with six clotheslines this time. Uh, hits that running knee smash. Of course, we do see the rebound belly to belly suplex by Thatcher and a butterfly suplex by Thatcher for two. Uh, Gibson does hit the helter skelter uh, at one point, and I gotta say, at one point, I-, I love the tag team uh, dynamic they have. They do do this drop kick flatliner combo that I like to see from uh, GYV. And at one point, Drake does suicide dive Champa uh, into and over the announce table, which somehow this melee causes way to lose his shoe, Quincy Jones. And he notes it on commentary, Quincy Jones, because then the finish comes where uh, basically Champa slides Barrett's shoe into the ring and distracts the ref long enough for Thatcher to pick it up, blast Gibson over the head, and lock in the Fujiwara for the win. So thought that was an interesting way to go with that. I mean, I know they kind of opened the door last week with the shoes off if you hate Gibson, but it was just like, ah, but you, did you guys need, like, you guys are badasses, man, you know? I mean... Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. But this takes us to another backstage segment with The Way. The Way. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> you still, you still it, like the process? Because I didn't get a chance to say it on, on, on Mike. I was going to say, like, because earlier I'm listening to you say, of course we get the pre-match promo and they're mad at them for encouraging the crowd to take the shoes off. I'm like, that sounds like a stupid reason to be pissed off. And then I got to <laughs> fucking hear that and then end it with, yeah, yeah, and, then, and then Barrett lost his shoe. And then... <laughs> And it was kind of funny. They just had to shoe it in. Like, or, oh, definitely, right? And it was kind of funny because I will oh, say this because you know how Barrett likes to put over GYV. Yeah. And, you know, GYV, well, you see, know, Gibson's time. like, all you, all, all you little American yanks, yanks with yeah. your web toes. And, you, you know, he was like going on about your crocs <laughs> and, and all this stuff. Like, so it was funny because Barrett is going on and on and on, like agreeing with him about Americans. And he's always putting over GYV. And See, so it's that, funny at the end where Barrett goes, hey, that's that's my shoe. You know, and the big goes, wait, did you you said that was your, so what happened? That's Jordan. He goes, oh, hey, hey, maybe we should let him know it was your shoe. That, and he goes, hey, don't, hey, don't you start that. Don't you start that. You know what I mean? Like, don't let them know that it was my shoe that, <laughs> that played a part in this, you know, crime yeah, that it, occurred. It, like, it, it, it was, it was, uh, it was cool when it could have helped them out. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. See, the, the, and, and that's the whole thing. He, it's cool I, I, if I they cheat. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, they're just good at, you know, getting away with it. And then the moment they did it, it's like, oh, well, that's just cheating right there. You know what I mean? It's, it's funny this, because, the like, deal. like, I think the week or two before he was like, when they were doing the whole Yank thing, he was like, I- I'm an American citizen now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, so you're on our side about yeah, this. So he's and like, then oh. now all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, he likes to switch, man. Oh, man. Uh, but we, like I said, we do have another backstage segment with The Way. The uh, way. And we see Theory, he's teasing, busting down Regal's door before uh, he actually appears. And Johnny starts to plead his case that Bronson's victory last week shouldn't count because it came at the hands of Dexter's involvement. Uh, Regal is in sway, and he basically tells Johnny the match will stand. And uh, before wishing Theory good luck on his match against Karrion Cross next week, week apparently scarlet made that happen uh theory looks very worried and asks johnny what they're gonna do and gargano just says they'll think of something before they walk off yikes uh, we for get, real yeah he's man. like he's smaller than finn oh man uh, no 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 not johnny theory oh, theory, yeah, oh, theory, oh okay, because okay. you know him looking at uh scarlet you know that little interaction. It was, the, it was just nailed. And he was like, "I didn't even want to be your friend." Like it was like <laughs> kind of funny how that started. Uh, and then we get Swerve oh, backstage man. segment. Uh, he's asked yeah, what, what happened one. out there. Yeah. He says he already told everyone he was going to beat up Rough, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, and uh, he just laughs with his new entourage before they uh, exit the building. Uh, and uh, we do get the I think one of the cool highlights of the night an in-ring segment with the champ carrying Cross. He comes out, notes he made it clear that all you got to do is step up, and instead of action, he's only seen people talk about how much they're not scared of him clarifies he's not scared of them either then asks what they're waiting for is he's the nxt champ and he doesn't need to prove anyone wrong it's them that have to the challengers i should say it's them who need to prove themselves right to become the champion uh, he threatens to dive bomb theory on his head next week when kyle interrupts uh he notes uh kyle starts talking about cross's dominance as what probably incites that fear but tells carrion to his face I'm not afraid of you, and uh, he wants a you know a match between the two seems to be what they both want to do. When Pete Dunn interrupts, uh, Dunn says he doesn't care about the new Kyle or that Cross is the current champ because he's the baddest man in NXT, and dares you both to prove him wrong. When uh, Balor, the Prince, the Cat comes back, uh, he comes out and says he's been there, done that with uh, Pete Dunn. Looks at Kyle, been there, done that. 
twice. Loved it. Uh, then he tells Cross, you know what, man, when you're done with theory, and boom, blast him with a forearm, straight up. Uh, and uh, this starts this little confrontation. Then Cross floors him back with a forearm of his own. Then he turns to Dunn, who kind of backs off. And uh, But Kyle uses this. He starts to step up chest to chest against Cross. And, of course, Dunn blindsides them both from behind. Uh, but Cross dumps Dunn to the floor, then brings the fight back to Balor before he starts beating down Kyle in the corner. But Kyle gets sandwiched after uh, Cross turns around and gets drilled with a shotgun drop kick from the Prince. Security starts to storm ringside as they pull Kyle out to the floor to separate everybody. Then they spill into the ring while Balor and Cross continue to brawl. Uh, security are flanked by Steve Carino at this point uh, as they manage to separate Balor on the ramp as Cross Saito suplexes a security guard dead on his head straight up. I mean, he I'll be honest, he looked like he was cosplaying as Dexter Loomis as a security guard. He had like the same <laughs> kind of hair, just oh, didn't look as first big. First of all, and, shout out to the king of old school. I mean, yeah, straight up. Stri- yeah, it's cool to see him on, yeah. on TV, right? Um, but it, it was just one of those things with the guy that you could tell, you know, when they get these guards, they need to stop making them all look like workers. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah, like I mean, there are do. bouncers and then there yeah. are security guards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's security and, guards and have higher standard in appearance. You know what I, I'm I've saying? Seen, so. I've seen some old clips on, on, on main roster TV where you'll see guys that are like supposed to be cops. Yep. And you're like, nah, dude. Yeah. You hair. would never be a cop with that hair. Exactly. You would never be a cop look like you're barely filling out the suit and the hat and whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, the one thing I just wanted to say about this segment is, oh, I it's not done. Oh, uh, well, I just want. Uh, well, fuck it, I wait. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, oh, I'll, okay, okay. I'll, I'll wait. Well, yeah, basically, he uh, he he makes a statement about drilling the security guard uh, pretty pretty bad with the with the uh, doomsday. And uh, at this point, he you know goes to raise his belt, and the way run in and attack him from behind. Uh, Carrion fends off Theory with a nice exploder suplex, but he eats a super kick from Gargano, and then he goozles him uh, from one knee basically, and then he eats a basement super kick from Theory, and then of course they have their own. I, I don't want to call it a super kick party, but stereo basement super kicks from uh, the way that leaves Cross laying a little bit before Gargano takes his head off with the North American title. Then they get the hell out of Dodge. How the fuck is he gonna take? His head off, but he's taller than him. He's yeah, no, it was to, just one of those things where he, he, hit him he with blind the, fed right into it. You know I was gonna mean? say, oh, I was about to say, he had to hit him with that 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 Shane McMahon launch special. Oh man, <laughs> you know, man, I tell uh, you, I mean, I'm not hating. It's just, you know, um, but what I, I was gonna say is, I like the fact that NXT's never been scared to show like the overlap. You know what I mean? Yeah. The interactions because WWE they always like to keep shit separate, bro. They do. They, they act they, like they everybody keep people away for yeah, too long. And it's like, no, like you need to actually create these thoughts that anything could happen. Like that's how you make stars. Like not you don't like, oh man, someday that if they ever meet, that'll be kind of a banger. Yeah, because sometimes you, you don't even think this... about people like, oh, I never thought about that matchup. Yeah, but then there's times where like they they don't give it to you right away, and then when they finally do, you got a highest expectation, and, and it's like, oh, it ended in a dusty finish or somebody yeah. interrupted or some stupid shit. You're like, God, that sucked. True. So it's like with NXT, they they like to play because I was wondering, I'm like, well, what's next for because when when you started the segment, I was like. Okay, Finn, this is where Finn comes back because I knew he was going to return. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't expect everybody else to to 
show up after you know having to back up the words that they said and then on top of that they're all getting involved with each other which i'm like oh okay i like that I yeah because like it seems like we might get some sort of um fatal four-way possibly four-way for the title three-way for the contendership maybe four-way where gargano was in it but you know because he's a champ and make i i don't know we'll see maybe he's gonna drop that bad boy to bronson soon and, and get involved in the world title picture which is what oh, he wanted sh- in the first place you know what i mean uh, unless unless fucking cross is trying to win both belts like yeah i was like thinking keith, yeah like keith lee did i was know, thinking so. that too i mean and which we didn't get that for too long but uh, yeah i feel you but uh followed by that we do get a during the commercial they come back and show this uh mckenzie is shown in the parking lot following the way who are basically fleeing with their uh, with their stuff to get into their car <laughs> and uh, she asks where they're going and Johnny says they're leaving Mackenzie says what about you know Candace's uh, big yeah. title match you know and says oh it's their night we're gonna go get the celebration started early and they exit basically uh, this brings us to uh, Zayda Ramir going against Saray there was a nice little vignette on both of them being like you know the newest upcoming you know women talent in uh, NXT uh, women's is division. she the one who just got that that win on Tony Storm yeah with the, uh, with I didn't realize she was going to be a regular. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think we were talking about she showed up on, uh, you know, during the Dusty Classic. I know that she's a former uh, Booker T student. She's from Alabama, oh, okay. I believe. Um, so she can go, you know what I mean? But And I'll, I'll let you know right here. I mean, some of the stuff she gets in, uh, to her own right, Zeta, she gets a, she gets a STF. Uh, she avoids uh, basement dropkick. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That, that's something that happens later. But she gets a sling blade in as well. And we, like we said, we did see her oh. do that shooting star press, but not in this match. Uh, Saray, she does hit a awkward-looking spine buster. Like, it's, I mean, I hate saying it, but it's like it's she does it like a dude. You know what I mean? It's just like, ooh, that, that, that didn't look like she was trying to take care of her at all. And I was like, spine to the pine for real. Like, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, we do see the Muda lock again, which I love to see. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I we do see, see the running basement dropkick along that third rope. Uh, bridging Fisherman suplex looks beautiful only for two. Diving missile dropkick, which always seems to be like a staple in Josie uh, wrestlers, I, I, I see. Uh, snap German suplex. Uh, the finish comes where Saray snaps off that unique-looking T-bone or Saito suplex for the win. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, at one point I had to say too, uh, Zeta kind of avoided a second baseman dropkick and you see like this very awkward landing for Saray, but it was just like, uh, I don't know if y'all should do that in NXT. Like maybe that's some strong style shit. But don't do that. Like, cause it was like, did you think you were going to go through the rope? Because you literally bounced on the rope. Like, like it was almost an Enzo situation. You know what I'm saying? So they just got to, uh, you know, watch out for that. Uh, this six, I, I'm, I'm just surprised that she she getting two high-profile matches in two, two weeks. I mean, same thing with Stark, though. Tony Storm. Oh, to that's be true. a new formula they're doing, Tony you know? Storm and then Sarai. And then, because Sarai, yeah, so Tony, yeah, Zoe Stark just had Sarai not yeah. too long ago, too, Actually, right? I should just jump to that because it's, it's you know, not too far from there. Sarai is shown uh, comforting Zeta in the back after her loss. And she's, you know, showing respect. Thanks for the match. When we see Tony Storm is in the background looking at Beeline in their direction, but she she gets thwarted by Zoe Stark out of nowhere. Uh, Stark confronts her, and the two just kind of share a stare down before uh, referees break up the tension. Notably, one is Drake Wartz, which is like, oh, so they are using you. And I do notice he was in a match. I think he referees the uh, Ciampa tag match at one point. But it's just so weird to see him now with all the controversy we were talking about off mic last week. I digress. Do you guys go ahead and do your research. I'm not here to uh, waste your, you know, this airtime talking about that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, they uh, basically break up the tension. A storm goes a separate way while Stark kind of joins Saray and checking on Zeta. Uh, and then this also leads to a backstage promo from Storm where she calls Stark the flavor of the month that's losing her flavor pretty damn quick. 
Uh, says Stark doesn't belong in the same ring locker room or deserves to uh, breathe the same oxygen as her. Jeez. Says she's a global superstar, former and future champion, while Stark is forgettable and a future nobody. Says she brought Stark into this <laughs> business and promises to take her out of it. So I don't know. I guess maybe they might have some sort of trainer, mentor deal, or maybe she thinks because her first big win came at the hands yeah, of her. I was thinking, maybe that's I was going to suggest that too, but that she's a future nobody. God damn. <laughs> I mean, Stark's in-ring show that that's not true. Yeah, no, but it was just like, I, I never heard someone say that before. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, this show's a segment of, with Imperium. They're on a Zoom call with Walter, who is speaking to them in, I don't know if it's Austrian or German. And he's, uh, you know, he basically goes on and you hear one word that I can make out, which is incompetence. Uh, Walter starts to issue a command to all three, which incites Barcel to kind of confirm the room that everyone understands. And Wolf kind of nods but then he opts to step out of the room for a second, which draws suspicions from the rest of, you know, from Barcel and Fabian, I should say. They do that, you know, same old shared curious look, and then they continue to speak with Valter. So it's just like little bits that they're they're adding on. And I should also add that it didn't show it in the match announcements, but it looks like it's going to be Dane versus Wolf next week in a one-on-one match. Oh, shit, okay. So that might be what it was. And then we're going to get the San Sanity music. Maybe. And, then, and then we're going to get Drake Maverick trying to petition to be the new member of Sanity. Uh, I don't want to see that. Come on, fellas. Stop it, man. Stop it. Uh, we get a match with our boy Jake <laughs> Atlas, you know, former rival pro uh, talent, you know. Match of the year nominee. Got to say it, man. I'm, I'm proud of that. Uh, he goes on against, uh, you know, the guy I've been endorsing on a week-to-week, L.A. Knight. He, uh, yeah. Yeah. He cuts a promo. Uh, he's making fun of Jake's last name. Basically says he intends to punt his ass so far down the street he's going to need an atlas to find it. That's not an insult. That's a fact of life. Wasn't his best, but, you know, he. I, th- I get what he's going for. No one's doing that really. You know, like just the guy that comes in, talks mad trash, you know, it's, it's kind of rockish in, in a way. You know, he's like calling his shot. You know, and then he does. You know, does heel shit. You know, so he. I mean, I, I, I did you see that video I sent you where I, I realized I didn't yeah, realize this. Yeah, he quotes so much songs that you don't even realize. Yeah, it. it's so hilarious. That's, that's man. Uh, Atlas does get a beautiful single leg, uh, leg drop kick and a bridging German suplex pin for two. Uh, but uh, we do get the slingshot shoulder block from Knight, and of course he hits. Uh, it's kind of like cool how he sets it up. It's like a stunner now. That snapmare driver we were talking about. It's like he kicks him, and it looks like he goes for the stunner, but he just drives their face into the mat. So he hits a really nice. Uh, you know, they called it the BFT, so that must be the new one. Even though I think he could still do the other one, yeah. In my opinion, like he should still. I don't know why. I mean, it's a it's a knee strike and a tornado clothesline. It's a dope combo. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, but I he mean, does get like, the win. Yeah, it's like a cravated like, yeah, fucking knee smash, right? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you heard it, brother. <laughs> you, whatever you say. I try. I try. But uh, now we get the la- the uh, the last half. I just say uh, the the ladies of the way they have a locker room segment which I found pretty uh, entertaining. Uh, they're in their locker room talking strategy when Lorray notices a framed drawing from Loomis sitting on a chair, but gets rid of it before Indy uh, even notices oh, it. Oh, what a hater! Behind them. A door is noticeably in frame, and the blinds open up, and Dexter is standing behind this glass holding a bouquet of flowers, of course, while they're still talking strategy. Uh, but, you know, basically, uh, you know, she's, Indy's like, I don't know. I'm trying to just shake, you know, whatever. She's basically saying I'm having trouble trying to focus. So Lorraine gets up, closes the blinds, and says, "We need you must still have uh, Loomis on the brain. 
Uh, but you know, uh, we just got to go out there and you got to get back at those girls for doing what they did. She's like, yeah, I'm gonna go get, get back at them, you know. And then they just kind of walk off uh, and grab their gear, getting ready for the main event. Because uh, we basically have just segments until the main event here. While Legado del Fantasma entering segment. Santos talks about still being the Emperor of Lucha Libre before gloating about their main event win last week, which was pretty sweet, I will say. Uh, Vows to win back the Cruiserweight title before the rest of LDF call out MSK for beating GYV and not them for the titles at TakeOver. They talk about how they embarrassed them last week and challenged them for a tag title match. Kushida interrupts on the big screen with, uh, and says, you know, they made a big mistake by crossing a line last week, then challenges Santos to a title match next week, and Santos accepts. So did there's see, more on that. I was going to say, did I see that this turns into a two out of three? That is correct. I don't know how, like, nobody lobbies for it on screen. Hmm. I mean, it is one of those, like, definite, definite, like, type of, like, winner type situations. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I like so, it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, but yeah, we get uh, uh, probably because they have one. They've they've it's like a rub, it's like a rubber rubber match because they have one uh, up on each other. Because I think he beat him in the cruiserweight tournament, and then he beat him for the mm, cruiserweight title. That's true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Good. Yeah, good point. Good point, man. Uh, yeah, Raquel Gonzalez and Mercedes Martinez have a split screen interview with uh, Beth, and I really like this man because they have their uh, women's title match next week, which I'm sure will be the main event. Uh, that will, of course, be joined by, like we said, Austin Theory going against Karrion Cross, uh, Alexander Wolf of Imperium going against Killian Dane, and uh, the two out of three falls cruiserweight title match we just mentioned with Santos Escobar and Kushida. But uh, this interview is really good, man. Uh, Raquel basically is asked how she plans to take down Mercedes. She says with pure power, adds she's the baddest woman in her division, has gone through a long list of women to get to the title, and adds she does respect Mercedes, and Mercedes interrupts and says, yeah, you better respect me. Uh, reiterates her tenure in the business to illustrate basically how hungry she is. Uh, It says she's not intimidated by Raquel like others are, and then Raquel interrupts with a simple, yeah, not yet. You know, it's like this little cattiness because she's like, I respect you, but you won't respect because she she adds like you should respect the champion and let me finish my sentence, but she didn't give a shit. She like, there's only one Suprema Latina here in NXT. Basically. You know, and she's like, nah. Not mamita. Yeah, no, Mercedes. Excuse her with that. Yeah, no, there's, there was a couple of those. Mercedes <laughs> does tell her, look at my eyes. There's no fear in these eyes. And Raquel says, all I see in your eyes is a woman who's going to get her ass kicked. And Mercedes corrects her and says, no, you see a woman who won't stay down. Uh, Mercedes says Raquel. And that's a gas perspective right, right there. Right. Because I'll get my ass with, but the who said I'm going to say to who? That's yeah, good. No, but it, like gets, it, gets, it gets back up real fast because uh, Mercedes says Raquel is only champion because of the roads she traveled before her and have paved for talents like her and calls her a cookie cutter and molded from the blueprint she created. While mm. Raquel says Mercedes did set the bar, but set it down this low. While she picked it up with one arm and raised it to a height no one can reach. Mm. Adds in her one year of experience, she has surpassed all of Mercedes' life accomplishments. While Mercedes says in one night, she will stop her title reign. Raquel says, you're just the first contender, mamita. But you won't be the last, and that's how the segment ends. That's a great segment, right yeah, there. Yeah, I'm telling because, you, because you know what? That was the if you, I don't know if you caught that. That was the best fucking short joke she she ever used on Mike, right there. Yeah, I mean, word. I lifted it up to a height that no one can reach. 
Like, no, no it, I mean, and, and I mean, obviously, it's a call to her size as yeah, well, yeah, yeah, you but, know, and yeah. her strength. But it's but just I like just laughed the way, the way she said it is like, now it's it's all the way in the corner of the cupboard. You got to call me or try to climb up on the cu- on the counter to try to. Take yeah, real talk. It's like basically, you better bring you better yeah. bring your lunch and a ladder that day. You gonna man, take it from me because you it's finna be work, man. So, like but this takes us to the main event, man. Uh, which is uh, Ember. Right before we do see a backstage segment, the champs are on their way to the ring to talk strategy when they notice Frankie's dog is sitting inside of Shotzi's tank. Shotzi. He's over shitting. Yep, definitely. Because Shotzi's overwhelmed by how cute the dog is, while Moon uh, is displeased with how not so cute or little the mess that uh, he left behind is. They opt to not use the tank of their entrance this time around. I did like their entrance, though. They went with the uh, Halloween motif of Jason and Freddy Krueger, which I thought was cool because you could tell it was probably something they could have or would have liked to do with Halloween Havoc. But at the same time, it's like, you know what? It's a street fight. You know, if you want to intimidate, why not? You I know? mean, you so, got Nightmare on Elm Street. You yep. Know. Yep, definitely. So, so, and uh, I, you know, we have a street fight, man, to uh, women's tag title, Shotzi number. They yeah, do defend against the way. And I know this I, was a I, good I, match. Yeah, dude. it was. I mean, I, again, I knew we discussed, but I did write down a list of spots. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, to me, uh, the, the it was, I thought, well paced. Um, I think, like I told you off mic, the only thing I think that bothered me a bit was maybe uh, they didn't. I just feel like there wasn't a lot of selling in points. There should have been more selling in. Um, Very true, and they had you know? time too. Yeah, you know, exactly. They, they had a lot had of time. time. Yeah. yeah, because I don't know. I mean, like especially. I mean, we talked about how fast Shotzi was able to get up, even though she's verbally, you know, vocally sold. Uh, and uh, and uh, oh, that that sent uh, on the outside on the ladder. Yeah, yeah, she was the only one that was howling. You know, like like I know she usually does howl, but I mean like. In pain, like you know, yeah. so I, mean, I took that as Candace was had the air knocked out of her, you know. What I mean, yeah. because that's all her weight coming down onto her and a ladder that's straddled, like, you know, from the barricade and the apron. She said, Don't, don't let them see you sweat, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard right now, no, oh, man. But uh, no, I, I mean, I, I but and it's crazy to see her sell, but then get back in the ring so fast, albeit to take a spot, you know, of her own, but it's also like. It involves Candace, who's now up, and she hits that, yeah. which was dope, you know, because they've done it in a match before that, like, kind of a rope hung assisted line salt combo. Yeah, that, that was dope. does, but they did it with the ladder this time, and it was a little dangerous. And I did like how commentary tried to go, oh, but you know, look at where she landed her knees and shots, and just landed on her midsection to, to to you know put her through that ladder, basically. That which was a good save by Vic, or I'll say observation. Quote unquote, it, you know, that's a good save, a, a, astute observation, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to tie it in, yeah, yeah, definitely. To try I'll, to save it, yeah. I figured you like that stereo trash can lid spot, uh, kind of oh, think. the basement drop kit, uh, or that, and then the trash can lid. Where, uh, I don't know if you saw where Candace went for a baseball slide, they got out the way, and then she saw that they both had the trash can lid, and you know, she covered her head, so they hit her, they basically smashed her on her wrist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I'm, I was getting some hardcore Holly vibes right there. You know what I mean? We used to do that shit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, uh, we do see that cutter-dominator combo that I always say they borrow from. In the, 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 the guns. Yeah, the guns. You know, a lot of people like to borrow from the guns, which is a compliment, but sometimes it gets it's tired It's cool to see it. to see the girls do it, or the women yeah. do it. Ooh, I was a little worried about that uh, Alabama slam that bro, no give on that table. And that was bro. on Indy, right? Yeah. So you would have thought her being the probably the bigger or biggest I thought I thought the same exact thing you were about to say, Um, bro. But yeah, I was. I felt like that. I was like, ooh. I wonder. I'm like, she must she be hurting. Out, yeah, I, I, I'm thinking she hurting that it, that it didn't break. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. So, Man. Um, 
But I guess not because, you know, she she went and got her some later. I mean, she went through another. She went to the announcer's table later. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. Uh, but she did spine buster her. She kind of got a little receipt on that ladder, though. Uh, yeah, to Amber, did, which, yeah. and Amber did sell pretty good for that. Yeah, but Indy yeah. was looking good as much. Yeah, and I will say I did like that little fire extinguisher spot where she yeah. cut him off or whatever. Could I mean I just called it like a chair thrown because it was like yeah what, five chairs. It was, basically. it was definitely like a like a ped- like a chair on a pedestal. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know how that was gonna end. Like. I was very interested. I think I was talking yeah, yeah. to you. It was like they sold me on just the interest of, well, where the fuck is this going to go? Yeah, for sure, bro. Because I literally like was doing something, and then I looked down, and I saw it, and I stopped what I was doing, and out loud, I was like, well, what is what the fuck is she about to do? Man. And, of course, we come to <laughs> uh, one of the bigger spots. The uh, Of course, we see Shotzi. I know she finds the, the mug because I know Indy's trying to – she's the one that yeah. opts to use the announce table, but Shotzi finds the coffee mug, I could have done without the her. mug. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I get it. She felt like she needed a receipt. She mentioned it because I think oh, I was telling you true. they were talking backstage, and she was like, man, she smashed her face on me. She was like, yeah, she, she rubbed cupcakes in my face. She was like, well, that sounds delicious. She was like, no, I wasn't, though. You know, and that's when they <laughs> find the dog. But it was like – I wonder if that's why she said it, knowing she was going to have that spot, you know, sort of a receipt. Because I think she, she makes smashes sense. her shoulder with it, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just one of those things that uh, I guess it's to set up, you know, how to get her on the table. She does hit that. She climbs the truss. It's that big-time uh, diving crossbody. Uh, but I would say a minute, two minutes tops, we see both these girls back in the ring, which is crazy. A Shotzi first, but still, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, it was literally two minutes. It literally was like two minutes tops. Right, and uh, we do see the end of this match where Indy somehow does get up uh, from the table spot and hits that nice springboard elbow drop from the ring to the outside. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Vic had to get that in there. You got to sell it. Yeah, you got to sell it. Savage elbow, savage springboard elbow drop from inside the ring to outside. Kind of like what AJ did to Dean Ambrose with that 450, but with the springboard elbow drop through a table to Ember on the floor, which is really dope. Same time, we do see um, the wicked stepsister from LeRae to Shotzi on the the steel chair, which looked brutal. Like, you see, I kind of saw, oh man, Shotzi's like talking to herself anyway, like, okay, I just got to turn the other cheek and this is going to. I just saw when it made contact. It was like, oh, like you just <laughs> could feel it. Like, fuck, that's and gonna be that's gonna, that's gonna be bruised. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, we get one, two, three, and brand new women's tag team champions. I predicted this uh, weeks ago. So I, Austin Theory. You know, okay, so this is what's gonna happen. I feel it. I. I so this is what's gonna happen. do it. Johnny Johnny is gonna lose the title to, to Bronson. Yep. And then Austin Theory is gonna. Get when when it back from Bronson to bring it back to the way at some point. I think while, so too. While Johnny's going to be in an entanglement, as they say, yeah, with the uh, killer Carrion Cross. I think so. Let, too. let me just call him Carrion Cross because I don't want the, the KKK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, possibly because mm-hmm. I was like, well, they're not going to push Austin to a. a I mean. I mean, he is going against the world champion next week, but still, yeah, it's like yeah. he's not going to be like, oh, I mean, such he, a good showing that he's going to have to get a title match. Like, no, no, he's not <laughs> going to get the world. I think you're right. We've been trying to figure out a way to move the title off of uh, Johnny into theory. Not, I mean, I think the he way that it, right it, now. no, he doesn't. 
I mean, it's just kind of been a prop in a sense, and and but we've been getting some good matchups, you know, what I'm saying with Kashida yeah, very and all true. that. But it's one but of those things some, where it could repeat matchups too. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly with the Bron because they could have shifted it in the gauntlet. Because you can't right? tell me that Cameron Grimes wouldn't benefit from having that championship and icing it out or doing something with it right now. True. Or Austin could have been the one that won the Eliminator. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And and, and somehow instead of laying down, I'm just happy Kashida got some gold finally or yeah, some for silver. Sure. For sure. Or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that was uh, NXT this week, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, new champions. Uh, good, new, new good. stable. New stable, yeah. Which, I don't know what they're called. New contenders. Uh, but, I, think, know, I think they're called Just Different. That might be it because I know, I know. yeah, Dirty Heels were uh, chousting them. They they were talking about uh, – they kind of quoted that. Oh. And, and I forgot he said that in his promo. I wonder if they're ago. just us because I heard that they, they – there was a, a trademark that people thought that was originally meant for uh, hmm. retribution, like it was justice, but like you know, like Justice League, ah, just okay. us league, you know what I mean? So, gotcha. Okay. So everyone thought that that's what it was supposed to be, but then it was like, wait, what the fuck is this retribution shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Gotcha. So maybe just different, just us. Maybe it's maybe possibly hmm. like their justice, just yeah. us. I mean. I I, I I am intrigued to find out. So, but yeah, you're right. New stable. Yeah. Um. I mean, this whole thing. <laughs> and Adonis uh, with the classic, with the chin rub all yeah, day. All day. <laughs> new stable. Print. Um. Prince returns. New contenders. Yeah. New contenders. We got more fire. Uh. Or, or we got more oil on the fire for uh, the tag or the women's title match next week. Uh. We got the cruiserweight title match. Two out of three falls. That should yeah, be good. And then of course new women's tag team champions. So. Uh, it'll be interesting. I really like what's going to, I'm wondering what's going to happen next week with the way in theory and, and Gargano because Cross is going to be fucking pissed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred so, percent. So it's going to be interesting to see what's good, but, uh, yeah, man, not, not a bad episode, but, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see, uh, what, uh, what we're talking about. Cause we're talking about blood and guts over here. Uh, I know. That's the one I'm excited yeah. for. I'm like, I'm in my head. I'm like, I mean, they did, uh, they did kind of, uh, you know, advertise a few other matches, but fuck up. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, and the, it may just be a blood and guts review. I'm just warning y'all now. It yeah, may, no, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. I, I was gonna say I wouldn't be surprised because don't get me wrong. Like the the matches that they do have for the night do seem. I mean, they have that 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 uh, four way tag team eliminator match that I am interested in. Yeah, it was I mean, Jurassic Express, SCU, Varsity Blondes, and the Acclaimed. The Acclaimed. One of these are not like the other. Uh, Cody Rhodes, <laughs> the one that you named last. <laughs> Rhodes versus QT, uh, Omega <sighs> and Nakazawa, and that's a regular Moxley match, ain't it? Rhodes, Kingston. Rhodes and QT is just like no step. Uh, not yet, no. Yeah, and then Miro, I guess, has a promo. Britt Baker's in action. Wait, yeah. wait. So they they are advertising a promo from Miro, but he it says know. we hear from Miro. Jeez, I don't know why he doesn't just. <laughs> scary ass why don't you just have a match yeah we can I, hear from him after the match exactly man so but, oh, man, yeah we'll, but, we'll, we'll see man yeah we'll see we're gonna take a quick break uh you know throw some ads up on the barbie as they say hey be right back with the uh the other side of the brand warfare there as we light the fuse on dynamite bring the boom dynamite Let me talk to you. You know what it is. Doc Lesnar, the one and only hip-hop hybrid in existence in the worlds of hip-hop. Yeah. And, of course, pro wrestling. I'm here to let you guys know. I'm here to remind you of one solid truth that you should believe in every single day that you wake up on God's beautiful green earth. And that is... 
My album, This Is Awesome, is available now on every single digital streaming platform known to man. So there is no excuse except there's one thing left to do. And I've been trying to tell you guys for weeks and weeks and weeks as we get closer and closer to that 10K goal, you need to jump on the Lesnar Mania train because it is ready to leave the station. It is ready to climb that mountaintop. So grab your seat and all aboard because it is ready to pull into that final destination, the top of the food chain. So I ask every single one of you listeners one question and one question only. What are you going to do when Lesnar Mania runs wild on you? Welcome to the Quincy Jones Show, featuring the best damn commentary team on the planet. Quincy Jones and Doc Lesnar. Is he the third man? He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Yurt, we are back. Yes, sir. This is awesome. All video everywhere now, in case you guys didn't know. Light the fuse. Bring the boom. Dynamite. Blood and guts. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. dun. <laughs> I don't know what we were doing, but I was like, what are we that, That's like the riffs that come in. But yeah, no, nah, we got AEW Dynamite. I don't remember it was the, uh, yeah. Blood and Guts motif. It uh, was, I mean, see, that's the thing. It's like, it, I saw else, like, I didn't know if this was like one of those themed episodes, if this was supposed to be looked at as an actual pay per view. Um, definitely a free pape. I will say that, but it, yeah, it, I guess yeah, as a paper free, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, free for view, <laughs> a free per view, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but, you know, I did have some news uh, coming out of this. Yeah. Uh, nothing that's going to be spoiling anything we're talking about. But um, one was an interesting quote from one of the people in the match that has nothing to do with the match. Mm-hmm. And then I also have some quotes from Meltzer uh, pertaining to how, I guess, this taping or this quote-unquote live event was handled. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I'll, you know, whichever one you want to go. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pick the Meltzer one. I got more quotes for that. I can knock that one out. Um, I mean, you know how he talks. Yeah, I was about to say that's uh, why I laugh. But <laughs> of course, he, you got more quotes. For yeah, that exactly. <laughs> he basically says uh, the first hour uh, plus of this show was really interesting because it was all taped with no fans a couple weeks ago. The whole first hour, they did it to pretend it was live, so they actually set up the two rings when they did the taping because to set up the cage for the whole thing would have taken forever, and they couldn't do it live. They just couldn't. Uh, so that's why when they did the advertising, they advertised it was going to be a one-match show. The idea was a one-match show for the people who bought tickets. And so they wanted to tell everyone uh, there were people who didn't know, even though it had been advertised that way. Well, you know, we can't apologize for their stupidity, right? Yeah. Uh, but when the show started, Tony Khan, uh, before the cameras went on, he goes, okay, this is the situation. Uh, the first hour of the show is taped. We're going to be playing it on the screens. However, your crowd noise is going to be the actual crowd noise used. So cheer and boo and boo like you would anyways, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the crowd noise was not fake. It wasn't piped in. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, I had no idea it was taped because they, they did a good job. And yeah. But with the reaction, it felt like there was a bigger crowd there from All top to sudden, bottom. We yeah. started hearing, like, a... Like overlap, like excess, like WWE stuff. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Chance nah. that we, you suck. Like what? Angle's <laughs> not even in the. He's not in any company. Wrong, playing the wrong audio. That'd be or like, please retire. Like it's Paul White back there. <laughs> Man, that'd God. be horrible. That'd be. Horrible. You know what? I got to shout out my boy Justin because there was a tweet he put up. Remember when everybody was like, "Oh, I can't believe the Big Show jump ship the dev-. And it was like, y'all the same people that were chanting at him to retire. So yeah. let it go. Yeah. And seriously. I was like, word, like that. For sure, was like like that's it. That's yeah, all that yeah, needs to be said. I mean, said. he was underappreciated for like the last five six years of his career. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was up and down. But uh, yeah. he he, uh, he goes on to say that uh, Tony Khan explained uh, that before uh, before the show started that if for some reason you didn't hear this and you're unhappy, just pertaining to the one match show, 
for those that went to, to the actual Blood and Guts, you know, yeah. bought tickets for it, mm. uh, that you can get a, a refund, and they did end up giving out uh, five refunds, so... Oh, big um, whoop five! What yeah. is that like? Maybe I mean, a hundred bucks. Those are the five guys that said, "Hey, we could do, we can go home with a story saying, hey, we got Tony Khan's money.' <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> you know that, what I mean? If like, that was worth it. Well, but I, I, I went like, the blood I, and guts, and I, all I, I got was a stinking refund. I tell you that. I tell you this. I've been to these shows where I used to go a lot. Where mm. I, even though people buy money to go to these shows, you still see that stupid alternative motive. Like it's. I mean, I told you I went to a show. It was full gear, so they had already been like you know the year had started probably like four or five months in. And like, mm-hmm. or I guess like at that time, like three, four months. And then there was still a guy behind me who was like, oh man, is that Jack Swagger? Oh, f- oh. <laughs> it was just like so annoying. Like, no, yeah. dude, not and, and that's basically like, like confirming that there are idiotic like, fans. Well, it was the guy and then the guy's friend was like having to correct him. And he's thinking it's a riot. And everyone's looking around like, dude, why did you bring him? Yeah. You should have, you needed to, first of all, we've been in that situation. You needed before, to right? educate him before coming in here because now he's like, he doesn't know about anybody else in the building if they were in <laughs> WWE. Man, yeah. that reminds me, that, that, that makes me think of this moment when I was at uh, 34 uh, in NOLA with the wife and like this guy got up half drunk and he thought he was going to get the best reaction. He was like, Cena sucks, am I right? And everyone just booed him and told him to no shut sold the him. fuck up. Oh, they yeah, actually they booed him. him yeah, no, told him to shut the fuck up oh, and threw stuff at him. It was like, you were in the wrong area. But I was like, I ain't going to let nobody know I'm here for Taker then. It's nothing but kids throwing shit at him. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just kids, collector's cups and oh, programs. Yeah, and grown just, men in jorts. Just just laughing. Man. Get him, son. But uh, yeah, what else did you have? Um, I actually had an interesting quote from uh, MJF. Uh, this was pertaining to his future um, in uh, AEW or wherever, I guess. And uh, to elaborate, he had said, uh, quote, don't get me wrong, AEW runs deep inside me. I don't want to leave, but I am a businessman at the end of the day, and I can't help myself. If somebody has an offer, I'm going to listen to it. And that was pertaining to him saying that he was willing to field other offers once his deal was up with AEW. Hmm. Um, it is believed that obviously his his current contract doesn't expire till uh, 2024, but you know it is yeah, uh, anything can happen, man. Yeah. You know, and you know, the, it, you know, it is worth noting that WWE actually had a chance to to get him in 2015 uh, yep. when he auditioned for that Tough Enough, but yep. he didn't make it. And now he just made it know. on screen as an extra to get shoved by Samoa Joe mid entrance. You know, that's yeah. yeah. You know, people yeah. are just finding that clip. It's crazy. It is pretty hilarious. Yeah. You see people like, oh, Joe's going back. Joe to AEW yeah. confirmed. I'm like, right? oh, come exactly. On. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's, that's all I, I really had. Um, you know, obviously we had. Uh, we're gonna dissect this because yeah. obviously, I mean, I I'm part of I think the minority that I was kind of left a little. I don't want to say unhappy, but I was definitely on. Uh, I, I think I'm not I, gonna. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I, I felt like there could have been a better finish, or at least executed better. I but think I was it, underwhelmed as well. The group of words, or the way I see it, is uh, some people felt like there was uh, still more left to be desired. But I will say this: Jericho has revealed. Um, this is what I was telling you off mic, or I was going to tell you on on air that in a recent interview before Blood and Guts, that in his mind. This is just the first of many matches for their rivalry oh, with, between with, with the okay. pinnacle. Yeah, so that'll be interesting because, and it makes sense if you think about it, they just got jumped and then they came back and jumped them and then they get into this big monstrosity of a, of a match. <sighs> That's kind of, but it's kind of like, you, well, now you got to either separate the action because it can't be group warfare because nothing else can top. I was just going to say that. So, they kind of went backwards with it because yeah. now you can't work towards the big blow-up. That's why, I mean, and to be honest, it's kind of in their wheelhouse 
at least recently with the way the pande- uh, the pandemic has ha- you know had them working with a lot of their angles a yeah. lot of their angles would show like this would be the, would be the amount of time yeah, this and this would, would be the blow off yeah you know? this would so, be the blood feud finish but yeah, yeah. I, I so think that what is interesting it is to is, know that this is the just the beginning i think the logic is maybe they'd rather the blow offs be clean finishes instead of like a stip a yeah cuz cuz it was interesting know? that there was no pin uh, yeah, and, and there were thought for this. Yeah, so that, and that's the original rules too. Yeah, the surrender or uh, submit, submit, and yeah. then the original uh, ceiling on top of the cage too. But I we'll mean, get there. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get that. I'm a, I'm a breeze through the rest of the show again. You know, we did have other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> even though before we went to the the break, I did kind of already elaborate that I thought it was a, a one match show as well. <laughs> but there are some things that are worth bringing up, and uh, I, I I guarantee you, folks, this will be the shortest note you hear from me. But um. You know, we did have that whatever match, uh, Mox and Kingston versus yep. Omega and Nakazawa. The tag match they really wanted. The tag match that no one asked for. Callus mm-hmm. um, is, uh, you know, he comes out with Nakazawa, who's known as MT Nakazawa. Yeah, now. I know. It's probably some something tech. You know what I mean? Like, Well, his first name is Michael, so I yeah. figured, I mean, there's that, but I, I don't know. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's a Michael Tanaka or something. I don't, I don't know. I'm just <laughs> making things up. Yeah. Uh, but Callus, he's out there. He plays up like Kenny isn't there. Uh, until Kenny uh, sneaks Moxley with the title on the outside. Yep. Uh, even at one point, Nakazawa uh, hits Eddie Kingston with a low blow. But uh, the finish comes here when the faces isolate Nakazawa while Omega is on the outside of the ring. And they, they, they pretty much sort of dare him to come in the ring to yeah. save his boy. Invite him in. Yeah. Uh, but Omega takes a powder to the back as they hit Nakazawa with the double team. It was like a clothesline half-and-half suplex combo for the win. That's the Arnold Palmer of pro wrestling finishes, baby. Hey, I like that. That's kind yeah. of a hard yeah. ass He said it last week, uh, oh, did JR. He? Yeah. Uh, I was like, like, oh, half-and-half? That makes me think of Arnold Palmer. And then he brought it back this oh week. Oh, my so. God. Like, the fact yeah. that, like, Orange Cassidy... And and like and like Chuck doesn't have like a you know what I mean yeah, like yeah, that would yeah, be that's something true. that they would come up with yeah for real uh, but we did have some post match action here Young Bucks come out as the uh, you know kind of taunting the you know Mox and 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 Kingston but the Good Brothers jump Mox and Kingston from behind Matt Jackson is in an uh, obnoxious Hawaiian shirt and short combo with white boat shoes and no socks and I know that because he opted to hit Moxley with a barefooted super kick more than once uh, good, good Brothers hit Kingston with the magic killer as the elite lay out both men and then Omega of course comes back out he hits the one winged angel on Kingston as Nick Jackson mocks a slow ref count to further illustrate and indicate that by God, no one kicks out of the one winged angel. You know, and I love that whole thing because I remember the Good Brothers started that. Hell yeah, we'll, we'll assist. You know, we'll lift this guy on your shoulders when they had uh, Lance Archer. Yeah, uh, I remember. But, that. but it's kind of cool to see them. I don't want to say have like a shield thing, but something they can do well, to yeah. load them up. They they you know, also yeah they, they also do that that triple team um backdrop neckbreaker combo yeah, sometimes that's right, yeah. as, as a three three man uh, yeah that's right yeah move. so yeah they they're, they're it real... the back suplex right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha okay uh, we had Q T Marsh uh, I'm sorry uh, uh, Larry Zabisco <laughs> versus Sam Mar- Martino Marshall uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to send you guys a photo of his weight belt because I saw it on Dark. Yeah, I but, saw that uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, starts, Cody Killer. Starts off hot as Cody uh, rushes QT, uh, goes for the Nightmare Family weight belt immediately, but Bryce Remsburg won't allow it while QT has a weight belt of his own on the sneak tip and gets away with it uh, while you know he hits Cody with it in front of the ref, question mark, question mark. What's going on? Yeah, same. <laughs> this isn't a title match, so same. there's not much to let go here. Uh, anyway, uh, here's some notable spots from the match. Uh, QC hits a big belly-to-belly from the top rope, actually. Yeah. Uh, we get an awesome working punch from Arn Anderson, the enforcer at ringside, as QT shoved him at one point. But uh, 
Arn gets booted from the match. Following. Still no DQ, by the way. Yes, that's why. At that point, I was like, I guess. Well, he can, if he's gonna let the belt go, he can let that go and yeah. just kick him out, right? Whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Cody hits a, a diving moonsault. I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, QT hits the crossroads, uh, and I had to pause with a parentheses. Why does Cody let everyone use his own finish on him? He like, hit it pretty clean, though. But I, I, but, but I agree. But it's it, like, it's annoying to see. It's like, like everyone almost, try, every, almost every feud. Yeah, everyone tries to put him away with his own move, and they no one has like, like outside successful. of Jericho and Shaq. I think. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> like Shaq would like, he goes the cross freeway. Oh no, no <laughs> cross body through the table. Oh, fella. that's yeah, that's what it is right there. Cross eyed. I was trying to get my Booker oh, T laugh. Homie. <laughs> Uh, but then there's another spot where they trade Tombstone Pile Driver attempts for a two count, which I also wrote ridiculous because it's like, dude, that should have been finished. Um, yeah, I, I was, mean, not not that I like was like, oh, that's a good finish. It was like, dude, don't t- like that move is synonymous, bro. Like, I know, I, I get you. I think what it was was the fact that QT initiated it from a tilt world position, which we never see Taker do. He always does it with the scoop slam, you know, and strength, you know, straight. All he was getting is that's incredible on. Is that what it, you're saying? Yeah, it was kind of like I felt like you know the. Tilt the world pile driver is kind of like an old movie yeah, it's from, like from Japan for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. So I'll Mexico say this, as well. Yeah, not a lot of people are able to pull that spot off like they did. Um, yeah, and, Cody and, got height too, yeah. and then and then I, I will QT got size too. So exactly. Yeah, so sure. you know, well done for doing it, but I don't know if it needed to be in the match. But yeah, I, I mean, yeah. for me, I was like, uh, I was like thinking, when's the last time we've seen this? Spot? Yeah, I was like. Oh, when Roman couldn't pick up the tape. I, I almost Dead thought man. they were going like, to go all the way to the ramp, and I was like, please stop doing yeah, this. Yeah, like, I, I like, was like, is this going to be like the Northern Light suplex from ugh, 100 yards? Yeah, line? it was dangerously <laughs> at that door. Uh, QT then kicks out of the crossroads. Horrible decision, which I, I was like, why did you give him that? Juice, uh, finish comes when QT uh, flips Cody the finger as he taps QT out with a figure four. So I was like, yeah. apparently we got to get the figure four over way more than the crossroads. I don't understand. Well, though, you know, uh, QT's got to show his ass as well. Yeah, that, yeah that was. <laughs> I uh, mean, I don't think I've ever seen a heel do that to get out of a sunset flip. Was that? Is that, that, that I, I oh, guess oh, that's okay. What he did I, that. I thought he was. From my view, it looked like he was fixing them because Cody grabbed too much of them trying to get him over. I, I don't know. Maybe I might be wrong. I that's the, all I could think about. I mean, I was I try to listen to you know, reviews Cody likes a good the ass. next day to make sure. Like <laughs> like I didn't realize. You know, when we were talking about the finish of the uh, tag title match on NXT. I guess Candice like blasted Shotzi with brass knucks. Yeah, before. I did. Okay, I, had no I, idea I, meant, about I, that. I forgot to bring it up because you see it. And you see that they're on the mat, which he throws them out, takes them off, and throws them on the mat. But they never commented, right? never said anything took a, about it. It took a review. Wrestling with regret were the ones that I was like, oh, yeah, I, no I totally idea, forgot so. to bring that up because I ended up, I went back to watch it again and I saw that I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, so oh, I don't know why they. Uh, but we did get a little post match action here. Oh yeah, yeah. Anthony Agogo. Uh, I mean, this is interesting because this is the guy who scouted and brought him into the company. Cody, yeah. you know. Uh, for a shoot, uh, yeah. hits the bolo punch on Cody and lays the British flag to cover him up like a dead body. Yeah, Union Jack, man, all over that. Hey, you want to see a dead yank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better be on the lookout for this punch right here, mate. Oh man, uh, no, I, I think it, I it'll be a good test. No, that was good. That was good. No, you, you're totally cool. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see because um, that's a lot of trust. If that's going to be maybe his first real, uh, I, I think test it's, or program it's a is, good look though because. He's obviously been working with the the Nightmare family, and it shows that Cody's like, I'm taking such a, a good interest in you that I'm going to be the one to work you through your first major. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he did have that one match, but I mean, like, 
at least they didn't do them like you know like like Ken Shamrock could only go so much and then they just totally turned down the crazy pills yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. or, or the light red light went on and he's just ah I'm tossing everybody I will the say it's like bolo punch cool and collect my cash and I'm out yeah <laughs> like, I, I will say this though the only thing that was curious for me was um Cody showed up dolo with or with Arn Anderson he gets thrown out. Yeah, where's no the gun, gun club? club? Where's where's Dustin? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Billy Gunn. You know what I mean? Like, Dustin they weren't even be in the fired front up, row. Yeah, uh, Fuego just fired his ass up the other day. It's usually the other way around. They, I, I'm sorry, I, I got to get you to watch that. Yeah, yeah no, nah, you're right. Yeah, I got to get. It's, the, it's the pretty. Blog. It's pretty hilarious. But, yeah, but I, yeah, I was just curious by that. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm all for if he's going to go through these hey. these nightmare guys because I think that's a good look. I I do, and, and, and it and makes sense. It's a service for them too. Yeah, and I would say it almost makes it. It makes better stories that those guys could maybe believably beat Cody because QT is, you know, I'm not going to He's lie. not a new blood type of guy. He's training for a reason. So I, I was going like, to say, like, you if know, you notice, there's an age difference between his squad and their squad, too. Yeah, so, definitely. But I will admit this, dude. Uh, QT coming out with the squad this week. And, you know, I, I know I got my, gear, yeah. I have my thoughts on the on the jacket from Camarado. And maybe they're just trying to cover up the hair or hey, just shave it, bro. Or, yeah. or give him a vest or something. I, don't I'd, know. I would much rather the vest. I you tell know, you, at least see, let's see those arms, bro. So, exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah. the presentation looked really good. Uh it, it changed my perception of QT on the, oh, him mm. watching him come out with this force behind him. Yeah. But still, the in ring, I'm not there yet. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm still yeah. not there yet. I'm not taking anything away from him. It's just not my taste just yeah. yet. But mm-hmm. uh, moving on, we did get uh, what I thought was probably the uh, outside of Blood and Guts. This is probably the spotlight of the night. Uh, we got Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page getting interviewed with uh, Marvez. And I thought we were going to get a lot more of just a lot of hot air. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. Um, I have to say I appreciate Scorpio Sky's uh, witty. Uh, uh, not to well, I mean, it, Batman. It, it was just good forever. because it's like people. A lot of people consider him like the Batman of wrestling mm-hmm. uh, in terms of Sting, but also big black bat yep. that he carries around. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if those who who aren't part of like the comic world, and I'm I'm loosely there, you know what I mean. But I know enough to be like, oh, I know that's a that's totally like a reference for Batman. Yeah, riddle me this, riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Yeah, no, Scorpio um, was dope. I just yeah. wonder like. It's the first time I said you'll ever hear me say, "Did Scorpio get too much juice?" I don't know. See, I, I thought he was like I, I. I wasn't a big fan of you know. He go. He goes like, he, he's calling Sting a mosquito. He's living in. He's living here by sucking on the blood of AEW. I, I you know I, I got the. You know, the imagery is, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but I wasn't, he's like, you know what we do? We kill mosquitoes. I'm like, all right, that was a little too much, you know, but then, yeah. but then when he goes here, I was like, oh, you know, he calls Sting Steve, yeah, tells him Showtime's over, that he's overstayed his welcome, and that he's the franchise now, bitch. And I yeah, was like, that's, oh. that, that's the juice I was talking about. I mean, I wasn't mad at it because, to be honest, that's something that WWE probably would need to give somebody. Yeah. But they wouldn't give him that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I think that maybe it's just weird for me to hear Sting being called a bitch like well, it's, it's that's weird it's see, like if someone called yeah. hogan or or flair like it's like be a man hogan it's like whoa <laughs> dude, not, it, see i was thinking that too but i was like what but what do you call sting like you're, you're not gonna be like you ain't nothing but a punk like sting is sting like you could like Has you know what i mean like a, like like i don't know i guess yeah that's true like because i was gonna say it's some of the standard like 
you punk, you puke, you pencil neck geek. Like, yeah. the, like that stuff doesn't stick for a guy like like Sting. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and we're not in that time anymore. Yeah, and but he's not surfer Sting for that to you know. Yeah, I, I guess I'm more talking about like the the hat of names of WWE. Oh yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. Without giving yeah. you bitch or yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean. Nah, so definitely. it's like, but I like uh, Ethan's involvement too. Not yeah, to jump yeah, on, Ethan, but I like Ethan the says, way he goes. Uh, we've had a lot of. I'm not going to bore you with a lot of matches me and Darby have had that no one has seen, and I was like. <laughs> I was, I was, well, I was he, he also he, he says instead of bringing up our history, I'm gonna bring up your medical history. Yeah. and I, I guess mm-hmm. he's laying claim to some sort of like old like scar he left them in one of their matches, and that, yeah. that's the why the reason why he has the face paint on or whatever. Yeah, he was saying uh, he he's got a plate in his in his arm and a plate in his face apparently. Well, no, or a he, dent he in said, his face. Yeah, so he said the plate in the arm, or he said he has metal in his arm, mm-hmm. and then you're wearing the face paint to to hide the dent I put in your head, and I'm like, yeah, it's, uh, I'm like from when. And yeah. So also, I was like, okay. So now you don't want to bore us with it, but now we got to go back and watch it to know what you're talking yeah. about. But uh, from here, Darby just <laughs> interrupted and just like literally like a cannon shot or a ball shot out of a cannon, just like mm-hmm. dove right into both these guys and jumps them. And then he pretty much fends for himself, dude, for a bit. Even mm-hmm. it's like a little makeshift coffin drop. Mm-hmm. And then Scorpio comes back though and attacks him from behind with a trash can and. They throw Darby down a flight of here keyword of the night concrete steps. <laughs> yeah, those, but, but, but except I mean, this, was were. Shoot. this was yeah, shoot. yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah, say yeah. Those, they were. <laughs> and Darby's the only guy crazy enough to do his own bumps, even when it might not be totally necessary. It's like it doesn't call for it. Um, I, I was very concerned because he was grabbing his arm almost immediately. Um, I know this is supposed to build to another part of the show, which I know you'll get to in due time. Um, but I like this. It was shot in a way, I guess the only way I could describe it is it felt raw. It felt like not yeah. the show, but like when he jumped in, it was like, whoa. Because you don't, I didn't you don't see, see that, that. coming. Yeah. yeah. And, and also, I mean, in the same vein, it, it, you do kind of see it where it's like interview getting interrupted. But not usually because of physicality. Usually because it's someone that needs to one up you. It's Lance. It's, oh, it's Jake you, the Snake. I heard it's, you say my name yeah, while, while you, I was over here out of out of camera shot. Exa- you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Christian. It's ta- it's somebody. You know, yeah, true. So it true. was cool at first. I thought, oh, this is bad. They got interrupted the first time. You really heard from these guys, but they both got enough out before Darby interrupted. And I just like you said, it was very interesting to see how how it you know kind of went from there. He brought the fight to him, which was really good. I kind of like, down to that little crescendo of oh shit, they just threw him down the steps and he didn't go as far and not that i want to yeah, see a man yeah, go I that far I, yeah you know, i wasn't but. looking for uh what was that kid that did, did that too um zach gowan zach gowan yeah, yeah i didn't want zach s- rider off the stage either, that either you know? yeah i didn't like, want uh, yeah i didn't want something like that i mean uh as soon as i saw them going towards the steps i'm like oh they finna throw him over the steps because it's darby so you just uh, automatically assume but yeah you're yeah. right to be honest like I also like the fact that uh, it looked like uh, Ethan Page had a little bit more. He was a little bit more in sync, uh, tire yeah. wise, mm-hmm. with uh, Scorpio Sky. And I'm, I'm not. The, I'm not a fan of what he does with the short shorts and all that. You know, do you, my dude? But it was like I, I can see how some people could find yeah. it difficult to take him serious as a threat. Yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Um, but you know, it, that, for those that aren't familiar with him already, you know, that, yeah, because uh, heel one on one is to wear something ridiculous. But I will say, I don't. I still don't like them as a pairing. But they just like to your point. It seems like they're really getting more into it in terms of their I synergy. Thought it was a, yeah, I thought so, it was a good promo from yeah. uh, from Page. Especially I just would too. rather have a two man power trip type tag team, not well, a tag team looking to get on in the division 
standings tag team. You yeah, know? it's weird because I don't I don't know if they're a tag team or just just a, a, a tandem of guys just trying to get their name out there. Yeah, because they haven't really shown that. I mean, you know, I don't think they've been in a tag match yet. If they have, no, they, they've been in a couple on Dark Elevation. I, okay, but I figured, not on TV. I, I figured as much. It would probably be there if if anything. But like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're really trying to get ranked, but if they're having tag matches, I guess that's what it is. But yeah, uh, from here we got uh, Britt Baker with a tune-up match against uh, a Julia Hart. Yeah. Uh, beats her with the air raid crash and just taps her out with the lockjaw for the win. Pretty yeah. much, man. I was curious if she was a Hart. They said she's not in Calgary, but Minnesota's pretty close to Canada. Was it H A R T? Yep. Okay, I, yeah, I didn't. So I didn't, I I didn't see the name bar, but I heard her like when they were saying her name. Yeah, I was like maybe a distant relative. Huh. Who knows? You know, you're like T J. Did you uh, divorce somebody with your last name still <laughs> or, or something? Or, or <laughs> like, did Owen and Brett just, you know, or some of the other hard. Did Bruce come through? Hey, I'm a ref, baby. Hey, <laughs> you know, know what I'm saying? saying? That's somebody in Minnesota didn't yeah, bounce. Yeah, earn my stripes <laughs> over here. Who knows, yeah. man? Hart's got any illegit? Maybe. <laughs> you ain't heard of the Minnesota you, stretching you, you, crew? You Teddy Hart's little girl? <laughs> you know, because Teddy oh. getting into all kinds of stuff. But you, I, you I digress. See, you see a bunch of fucking cats. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, word, <laughs> man, man. Uh, Taz does a new technique by Taz, except this version is more of a smear campaign I like this. Uh, for Christian Cage. I thought it was a little too much. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mind the overall idea, but I thought it was uh, the wording. I thought he said a little too much. I, uh, I, thought, he, I mean, yeah. uh, just okay. to explain it. He's just criticizing his use of the frog splash and not getting the most impact out of it because of his thighs for some reason. Yeah, it's about and the then, way he sprung and then uh, yeah. the footwork on his failed attempts of the the kill switch. It was just like. All right, I get it, but I'm like, you know, or you you could just say that your boy was really good at countering. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, like, yeah, it didn't necessarily have to be that that you know. I I think I took it as he's trying to because obviously that's a platform he likes to say for his clients, right? And it's yeah, to big up his clients. Well, so he, I thought yeah, it was he, funny that he took time to like drag down Christian. Who he knows, you know. It. So, I, so I think it was, it was kind of clever, like clever for Taz, I'll say, because we don't really get a lot of that. It's a lot of just like Christian said last week, like you just talk a lot, you know. And 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 so I didn't mind it because it was something more than just a on air promo. Has and, he only done know? it for for Cage and Starks? He didn't do it for like. I believe he did do it for Hobbs at some point, but that's that's okay. why I think it's, I don't know it, why I thought he did one for like Hangman for the Buckshot at one point, like back when he was still like before he, Team Taz or something. You know, he might have. Uh, well, we'll do some research on that, but I'd like maybe to Kenny? say maybe you he know, did one for Kenny, possibly or Mox. I think he, he did one for Mox for the uh, oh yeah the way yeah, yeah. he picked some uh, you know was it for the uh, for paradigm? The, yeah, yeah. I think I think you're right because I was like I remember he was talking about somebody lifting somebody, and I was like mm -hmm. I mean none of you guys do that except for I, for I Cage. guess it just popped me because usually it's a positive. And so this is the first time you see it as like, yeah, this guy's not as high as he thinks he is. <laughs> you know, so I, just, I thought that was kind of funny. You know, uh, next here we got the four-way tag team eliminator. Um, I got more notes on the bars than I have. Uh, Man, <laughs> they, they did Brian dirty um, in here. They did who? Flying Brian. Uh, no, he was he wearing. Didn't. Well, let me say this. He. The reason I say they didn't do him dirty, but. He was wearing his dad's tights. I still don't believe purpose. that, to be honest, because there's no way, like, you're going to be the same size as your dad. Uh, I mean, it, I think he probably is wearing the same design, but it was to okay, honor that, his dad because yeah. his dad is the first, uh, I think, premiere episode of Dark Side. But the fact that he also took the pin, it's like, ah, Griff couldn't but, have taken that. But, but, uh, but also, isn't wasn't, uh, uh, I could be wrong, but was Pillman not in one of the, the War Games matches as I'm well? I would not be surprised. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just me spitballing here. But, yeah, we had the four-way tag team eliminator match. Obviously, the winner of this uh, match faces the Young Bucks next week for the AEW Tag Team Championships. We had the Varsity Blondes taking on Jurassic Express, taking on SCU. And last but not least, the Acclaim. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, he was um, Brian Pillman and the Steiner Brothers versus the Four Horsemen. I figured, and Sting, yeah. Sting, yeah, Pillman, I, and Steiner Brothers. Wow. Yeah, it was because they kept making references to the fact that they had a lot of the guys still like on their roster yeah, from the original. Yeah, really cool. Um, so the acclaimed, right? So you know, it's the acclaimed. You know, two sexy kids. Yeah, about to make Daniels quit the wrestling biz. Um, <laughs> you know, the Varsity Blondes, you a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. In ten years. <laughs> You'll be on dark side of the ring. I thought that wasn't great either. <laughs> the fact that he's wearing, you know, but whatever. Jungle, Brian Pillman. Jungle, I'll slap you like you was John Stossel. I love that. Luchasaurus, I'm gonna turn you to a fossil. And then he, and then I just wrote, then calls the young bucks the young cucks. So yeah, ruins like, it. Yeah, I said it. Ruins it at the end. Ladies and um, gentlemen. Yeah, I, I wasn't mad at the line. I just was like funny. I was like, hmm, make Daniels quit the wrestling biz. Which Daniels are we talking about here, huh? Hmm. Is, Which, it, is it Daniel Bryan? Bryan Danielson? Oh, okay, mm. okay. Mm. 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 Anyways. Grinding but, of mustache. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good match. Everyone got a chance to show their worth and shine a little bit. But the match, uh, or the finish ultimately came when SCU hit the best Meltzer ever on Pillman Jr. for the win, which I felt was, A, the smartest choice, uh, given the fact that they just had you know the segment on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Second, Meltzer obviously was not, you know, the, the BME yeah. or the new BME. Whatever. Yeah, it's kind of a message sent. Yeah, exactly. Right? So I thought, you know, towards the master, the Meltzer driver. Yeah. You know, so. And I'll say this. I like this match. Um, I'm still there with, I don't know why Varsity Blondes are in it. I think uh, another team really could have benefited. Why, but why? Where were the Lucha Bros, bro? Or, I, or I, was, like, I was thinking that as man. well. But the only thing that was weird to me was two things. Best friends? Lucha, yeah, that's crazy. But Luchasaurus was kind of doing some hill stuff. Like, he would punch guys that were on the apron. Hey, man, it's every man for themselves. And I get that, but that leads me to my next question. At what point was this an eliminator? It was an elimination match. It was eliminator. I think we were talking about it last time. Anytime they add eliminator, it's it's an automatic... Oh, number one contender match. That's that's what. That okay, because I mean, yeah. it, and, and okay, we I do remember our, our conversation because it it just had me thinking like, well, you got eliminate like in the word, you know. So I thought it was going to be elimination. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? you would but, think they would you know, use a different word. So I was like, like oh, varsity moms is out asap. Like that's what I was thinking. You know, what I'm saying not to be a dick, but you know, yeah. I mean, you're like, but see, but if that was the first fall after all that, you're like, fuck. There's two other guys. Two it's other hard t- to think that none of the Dark Order could have gotten there either. I know there's like yeah. what three tag teams within oh, there, damn. five and dime, Stu <laughs> yeah. uh, and Stu and uh, Uno and yeah, you got uh, I forgot. What oh no, but what's his name's hurt though? Well, I guess Colt could have stepped in for yeah, uh, very true for uh, Meat Man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, from here we got a video package highlighting the hey, upcoming boy. <laughs> they call me Ketchup Boy. Ketchup Boy. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go watch that yeah. shit, man. Uh, video package highlighting the upcoming match for the IWGP United States Championship Holy shit, between Moxley and Yuji Nagata. Uh, Moxley cut a promo here. Um, I don't know if there was like maybe more to the original promo that Yuji cut. Mm-hmm. There was only one word uh, that they highlighted, like they they put it on the screen that he said, like in in like closing. Yeah, it was like Z E A or something. I don't know. Yeah, but like yeah, Mo- Moxley cuts a promo kind of like. Yeah, I heard what you said about me. Don't yeah. think, and I was like, oh, this must have been like a off, like you know, like I liked it because he was like, yeah, I don't think I, I can't hear. Well, I, I mean, they did show him accept 
the challenge. I think it was like yeah. via Zoom, and he, I, he, I know he said something in a different language there. So yeah, I, that that's what I was. Yeah, that's what, he, that's what, what he's I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm alluding to because mm-hmm. that's why I liked. He was like, "Oh, you think just because you said on the other side of the Pacific, yeah, that I'll, it's not going to make it back to me, and I'm not going to know what you that you're, wow. yeah, you're talking shit." Mm-hmm. So I guess he supposedly called him a little punk. I don't know. Yeah, um, and I, it, honestly, I thought the whole verbiage, if that's true, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, he, he he talks about you know even a legend like Nagata can learn something new. Yep. He says he's going to learn that his uh, his mouth can get him in trouble. Uh, says he's going to be in the ring with the baddest some bitch in this game and threatens to squeeze every ounce of oxygen out of his throat, out of his body, and that he's going to dump him on his head. And as a uh, you know, he's always wondered as a fan when Yuji Nagata would stop getting up and says, I guess they'll find out when. And uh, oh, they'll find out next week in their match, and that mm-hmm. once the bell rings, he has no respect. Yeah, for anybody, which I, I, I just like this because, you know, it's just one of those things where he was very much like, I respect this dude and I want to have a match with him. That's how much I respect him. And he just didn't even view him as an equal. So I kind of like the dynamic. I don't know if he'll win, but I got to say, it's crazy. To, I mean, Yuji Nagata was in WCW Revenge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so mean, it's, it's crazy. It's like, you know, you hear Tony reference, like, I was calling this match in WCW. Yeah, it's you know. Like, all right, man, stop reminding me how old I am. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's dope, though. I, I think it's yeah, crazy. I, I, I would have never I, guessed he was But still I think going. it's honestly the opportunity or the severity or, you know, the impact of, of that match is a little lost on some fans. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I mean, yeah, is, is it cool? I think it's cool. I think it is a little weird, though, that you get him cutting this promo where it's like, all right, I got all the stuff with Kenny and, and the bo- and those boys, but I still got you know business over here, and then it's a whole different like it's almost like it's two John Moxleys that we're seeing right now. Yeah, right? that's how it kind of felt. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and I'll, I'll just end with this because I know uh, you know rest in paradise to uh, Nestor, but Nestor, you he used to always tell me, man, I used to watch WCW when they had the Lucha Libres coming over, and I remember he would always name off Yuji Nagata. And then there was who's the one that does the burning? I don't know why I can't think of his name. Uh, oh, Kenta Kobayashi. Yes, th- those are the, he would talk about those guys for for hours, dog. That's so awesome. You know what I mean? So because you don't I hear really, that, you always hear oh right? man, the Rock and Stone Cold, which is good. Yeah, I, I grew up on that too. But it's like cool to hear other people like yeah. And and the thing, know. it's like damn, like I I would the thing it's happening now. It's like I I know he'll see it. Up upstairs with you know with, with with the maker, but it's just I wish it would be cool to have that conversation, you know. But oh, that's awesome, yeah, I know? totally get that, man. Um. Uh, speaking of having a word, we got Tony Schiavone having a word with the AEW champion. Ooh, I got Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, so there's an announcement here, and I did have a kind of an issue with this, but the announcement is that two of the top ranked competitors, uh, the, the number one and number two, I'm, I'm I'm guessing, will face each other next week to determine the number one contender to face Omega at Double or Nothing for the, the AEW World uh, Heavyweight Championship. And I just made it a point to note: for some reason, it's not Hangman and Cage. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's like I was thrown by this too. I don't know if I mean we haven't seen Hangman since the loss, but, but I but I also haven't seen too. we haven't seen Cassidy or Pac in singles matches either. Like Pac had a throwaway match a couple of weeks ago, uh, right before the uh, yeah the tag team championship match with um the Bucks. Like so, it's like I mean I, I get that I don't watch Elevation or Dark, but I'm like you're telling me there's a lot of this going on. Like there's a lot of puzzles, you know, puzzle pieces moving that I'm not you know seeing. Yeah, uh, before Wednesdays like. It's just it just seemed weird because again these are two like I'm not mad at Pac I would love to see them go for the title we've seen them once you know the the uh, I think it was the Dynamite they had a match right before the Moxley yeah. uh, lights mm-hmm. out match so yeah. yeah no and he even acknowledged he's beat me before he's tapped me out before and it, it, I mean it's crazy because someone pointed out that 
you guys are mad because you don't see what's going on. Like they are, this is all part of the best friends. Like this is to help crescendo that. And I'm like, I don't really see that. And it's like, well, if you guys look at the standings, they've been battling back and forth without facing each other, raising up the real rising up the rankings. So a lot of people think this is supposed to help crescendo okay. that, you know, in Trent a way, but did say that we're going to win the matches when yeah. he came back. That is something he did say mm-hmm. when they first, uh, you know, confronted death triangles. Like, exactly. Oh, don't worry, we'll, we'll win the matches. But I think it's but it is still, curious. There's no Pac, attention to it for us to like yeah. have the continuity to. And then for Pac to be the one who's clearly in the tag team role, go against the guy who's not in the tag team role out of the group. You know, what I mean, that's kind of weird. I too. mean, you would argue that they're both like you know naturally wouldn't be. They would arguably arguably be the guys in the singles role. Yeah, um, yeah. But it is interesting that we're getting kind of also what what is like I guess a full sale rematch. Or full, yeah. full sale, full uh, full gear rematch. Yeah, full gear. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. Between Pac and um, Orange mm-hmm. Cassie, anyway. So I mean, it's gonna be a good match. But as far as the rest of the segment here, you know, Kenny's not really, you know, he's already convinced Pac will will take the spot. Doesn't take Orange seriously. He's a threat or, or as an opponent. Uh, Orange even comes out and Omega tells him to his face. He doesn't even know who he is. Mm. Uh, pretty much calls him a feel good wrestler, but not championship material. In fact, the only thing championship material about him is something you stole from him. Uh, which he's alluding to the glasses, which mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you could say, you know, he made the, the, the aviator famous yeah. aviator look with the with the cleaner, you yeah. know. Uh, then he, you know, he he pretty much just takes his glasses and gives them to Nakazawa, who poses for the camera. Which uh, Bully Ray had a lot I to was say just about bring this. that up. Yeah, uh, I have that. Or you got it? Uh, I, I got it here if you want. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Go fire. Yeah. Got it so right. and and I kind of I get what they're saying. So a lot of people were kind of up in arms. I mean, a lot of people have been about. The if there's an equal benefit in this impact, you know, AEW relationship, a lot of people took that as no already off the top, you know. And Jericho had said something not too long ago, which I know you had brought up. But last night, a lot of people were kind of reconfirmed it because they thought the fact that Kenny wouldn't come out holding the belt, apparently. And you know, it was Nakamura holding all of them. And Bully Ray's tweet goes, If I'm management or owners of Impact Wrestling, I'd be fucking fuming that their world heavyweight championship was being carried out by Naka Nobody and not at least over the shoulder of Omega. Perception is reality. And now it's simply it. I mean, you can't, I don't blame him. A lot of people are like, oh, he got worked. I'm like, I mean, like, for one, I don't think if, the, if that was supposed to be to purposely get under somebody's skin, I don't know yeah. if he's specifically the target. But I don't, I, it's weird. Like, I mean, uh, it's it's I'll put it this way. There's, I didn't perception you're right. Perception is reality. But so but yeah, when before he came I read out that, there, yeah, I wouldn't have really thought yeah, I, twice I, about it at yeah. all. I'm thinking he's a walking billboard a, a I trophy mean, yeah. holder, you know what I mean? A trophy case. But then to me I'm thinking how come no one's bringing up when Tony Shavani goes, he points out all the titles and says but the one that means the most AEW World Heavyweight Championship. He says that one first. Says which other ones he has, and then goes back and says, "But this one's the one, the only one worth talking about, the AEW title." So to me, I thought wasn't that more of uh, a shot, you know, know, or that didn't help? Then, I, and yes, it's their TV, but yeah, yeah, I was like, that's like, the way I was gonna go. You know, with it. It's like, I mean, if it, you could look at it that way, but if you were to ask three other people with their own, with, you know, three separate shows, mm-hmm. they're gonna want to big up their product over everyone else. Very, you know very I mean? true. You know what I mean? Like, I just like, don't like know if, if someone were to say ask, it like that. Like, if you, like, if, if I were to ask you, oh, who had the best verse on Golden Elite? That between us, where you can be like, yo, I, I came to with smash it, but my boy 
Quincy though, close second, yeah, 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 yeah. close second. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. That's just it's just you know the spirit it's of competition. Yeah, 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 I get you, I get you. Um, it, it just but that was like, yeah. More I felt like that the, was more defining than the the visual of knock. But I, yeah, that's it. Um, we did get a little segment here with Miro. Um, Who says he warned the locker room that whoever had a title uh, that they had a problem, and says now the problem has come to collect. Uh, as he brandishes some documents in his hand, I thought he was going to roll them up and hit Tony in the head, but he did not. <laughs> Says it's a signed contract that in seven days from now, that's uh, next week's uh, uh, Dynamite for y'all that are slow, yeah. uh, that Miro has a TNT Championship match against Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. Says that hurt or not, he better show up and that the world will see what happens when the man who doesn't mind, uh, doesn't mind dying meets the man who doesn't mind killing him. Yeah, I thought that was it was a great line, but like the one you said earlier, it's like ah, you're gonna have two kill him type lines on on the same show. I ah, I don't know, but uh, I didn't mind it. It was a little long. I know he tries to find his pace. Um, I like this, but I do like how he said, "Oh, it says." I mean, Darby's hurt. It said it might be first. Like, I don't want no forfeit. I don't need a forfeit. Yeah, I like, don't, and I, so I love that. I don't. I don't need no hands out. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. I was like, so. it's, it's handouts. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but Kip Sabian is out with a yeah, uh, undisclosed uh, injury. It's not the wrist. I mean, it's I had at least I can't confirm punch. it is, he, but he punched him, bro. He'll he, <laughs> he'll be out for I think they said at least four months. So he's uh, got to get surgery. He's, well, man, he's, sure. nah, he's going on a honeymoon with his wife. That's what I was thinking, but we'll see. Get it, get it. <laughs> uh, so a little announcements here for next week. Uh, Cody Rhodes has a double or nothing announcement, uh, so I'm really hoping it's not going to be like a bull rope match against QT or yeah. something. I don't know. Uh, Jay Cargill has an interview, which I, I don't know why she's not wrestling uh, for the second week or it's, it could be yeah, third but week it's in, in a row. person, so I like that. That's true. Mm. Yeah, we because the last two weeks we've been getting what like just pre tapes from her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, SCU will face the Young Bucks for the AW Tag Team Championships. And remember, if the SCU do not win, they will be forced to break up forever. I'm very curious if that. Covers clean wins, dusty finishes, you know. Well, I know it. I know be... it doesn't count multi man matches because they've they've been in like a I think a four on four match. Yeah, and, that's and right. I don't think they ate the pin, but their team lost. So, but they didn't. Yeah, win. it's like they didn't win, but they didn't lose. They yeah. just yeah. I totally get you. Um, we have Miro versus Darby Allen, AEW TNT Championship match. We just talked about uh, Orange Cassidy taking on Pack for the number one contender shot uh, again uh, at Kenny Omega for Double or Nothing. And of course, we got Moxley versus Yuji Nagata for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. I am looking forward to that for sure. Um, but this brings me to the last segment of the match, or the, the night, I should say, Blood and oh, Guts. Blood and Guts. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we got to. Damn, we need. Okay, who who can they get? That's that's a, a you know just an iconic uh, Brit. You know what I mean? We need an iconic Brit. They're gonna they're gonna. I bet you they'll get uh, Aldis. <laughs> Zoom in. Let's just get Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Ooh, who will my uh, blood and guts? Uh, yeah, man. Where the cameras, man? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Oh, you can just get Anthony Ogogo. I don't even know yeah, why I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, the yeah there you go. Hey, but uh, I will say this. Hey, yanks. <laughs> blood and guts. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of people, and we'll dive right into it. I just wanted to say that. People were kind of up in arms because they kept alluding, oh, the, the match Dusty Rhodes made famous. And a lot of people are like, no, it's not. Blood and Guts is not war games. And I get it if you want to go by name specifically. But the ideal, the 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 whole, you know, the, j- just the concept was made by Dusty Rhodes. The design of the, of the cage is Dusty Rhodes' original design. You know what I'm saying? And even the way that they started on two different sides is the way it went down. So I, yeah. I just want to say I appreciate the tradition 
that they utilized in this match. Yeah, there was a, and obviously you look at the, you know, you got one of the guys in the original and Tully. You got also yep. two guys that are very probably, very much so. I'm not even probably. That's a definite like boned up on the history of that match in oh, yeah. FTR. Mm-hmm. Um, probably Spears too. I did love the the uh, the matching gear from Pinnacle. Yep. Uh, with the white with the purple motif. I, but um, as soon as I saw they were wearing white, I was like, "These boys are finna bleed." Oh, 100. percent It was yeah. like you see Cash it, Cash's photo. <sighs> man, yeah. Like it was funny because like I, I I think it was Amanda uh, Hubbard. She was like. What hurt worse, your your uh, your face or your leg? Because you see him like he's like like he's winking like not winking but like sque- like squeezing yeah. his eye to get the blood out, but then he's also still selling the knee. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, dude, that's commitment. Oh yeah, that is crazy. But he also posted a photo of his gear. Oh, that yeah. yeah. Okay, so I was confused. What was that heart foundation thing? Was that, that looked like that was like a shirt or something? Okay, had, okay. I, yeah, I was that, wondering that about that. Look, yeah, because yeah, I was like, was like, was he wearing an arm sleeve or something? I like, hey, but there was a few times. These boys, they were ready to go, but they they almost were too high for their bridges. Like they they were like uh, there was a few. I won't call them botches, but like I know, uh, like Cash when he came in, he almost freaking took himself out getting yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he definitely. Um, freaking. <laughs> yeah. I know there, there was that spot, and I, I, I don't want to go like tic tac toe spots, good. but yeah, yeah. there was you know they always got to do the. Oh man, uh, it, it's the Avengers five on five. We got to do the standoff in the middle. Oh, you know the, what I mean? the, the old civil war. Standoff. Yeah. yeah. But, but then if you notice like the two big guys, I'm like, Oh, they messed that spot up because they were supposed to like meet in the middle. Yeah. And jump over or something. Or one, yeah. It, it I don't was know. Weird. I think one thought the other one was going to jump and then I they were there like, was Oh shit, we psyched each other out. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't mind it. Like to no, me, yeah, there I was, mean, there was again, not cool to jump around. On. I liked how they started on two different sides. Um, Dax gets cut open like almost within five minutes because yeah. he went face first into like the, the side or the, or the, the cage side. Um, I just the pacing was good, you know. I mean, I, I felt like uh, I mean the only thing I thought that killed it. And if you didn't watch it on Fight Network, then you don't need to, you know, you could ignore this part. But a lot of people felt like the flow and the momentum was starting to get hindered because seven minutes of this match was commercial, you and, know. And, and it was, was actually, picture in picture, but it did take you out of it. But there was know? also time from this match that got cut as well. Oh, is that which, right? Which I'm interested in to figure out, you know, what else they were going to do. I can't imagine. I, I wasn't a fan of the fact that they were not, um, they, they didn't know what to do in terms of pitching the camera, man, because there was a lot of stuff going on that wasn't getting caught on camera. Yeah. Um, like, like the entire, like, uh, 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 Wardlow coming in wasn't picture in picture. His, his whole, like, uh, uh, you know him just hitting moves and taking that. Oh, I was bro. doing picture in picture. Yeah, I'm like, even when I got that spine bust that he did to Sammy in the video, you know, when I was getting the oh, highlights, yeah, yeah. I, that was literally coming back from a break. There was just a lot you know of things I mean? like, like guys getting thrown and people getting. There's moves getting hit that weren't. You know, you would hear the crowd react, but yeah. you wouldn't see what was going on. You would see people all of a sudden. Oh, he's busted open. Yeah. Oh, now he's busted open. It's like, well, what happened? Yeah, because like, at one point when they got to the point where FTR is like cutting the mat, I was like, what? What the? F- when yeah, did this start? I, like, like, how long like, are they being peeling, peeling this thing That was a, a big, yeah, a huge thing for me. I'm like, why wouldn't you guys film that? Yeah, like this from the beginning, so people can see it, like, because it's symbolic. You know yeah. what I mean? And, um, and it is, you know, I mean, unprecedented for a new company to have this kind of match, and you know, and it's it's a learning experience, you know. But you're, I agree. There were some times where they switched to the wrong camera angle, which is like season one AEW Dynamite mistakes. Granted, you know? there's a bunch, you know, there's there's a, I don't know how much feet of chain link, right? So yeah. I, I know it's going to be already uh, an obstacle trying to film everything clear the way you would like, but. Mm-hmm. 
at least, I mean, constructed to where it's conducive to your guys' producing. You know what I mean? Um, Seriously. Easy for me to say, right? I know, I get it. But yeah. it was just like, I felt like there was so much stuff that we missed just based on the way it was filmed. Yeah. Um, that I was like, wow, I, I honestly think that if I was there in person, I would have caught way more of this match. And you um, know what? I... I and you want you want to go through some spots or yeah yeah I, yeah. I mean the last thing I was just gonna say was um, I'm not gonna lie like even though we get, did get some good spots I I honestly feel like the psychology of the match was a little bit weird um, I honestly thought the inner circle should have just won with no hanky panky business at the end or not the inner circle I mean a uh, pinnacle yeah um, I felt like it was the pinnacles match to win to finally make a statement. They've only had one match together, and it was a yeah. trios match. I, see, so like you know, and and I totally get that. Um, to help it, establish it, these guys, yeah. You know? But but I think I think the the method is there. I just think maybe people desired a better result um, because yeah. if you look at MJF's character, it's totally in his character to do that. You know, he's a chicken shit heel. He won in the least pleasing way because he doesn't give a shit about the, the fans. He just wants to get the W, and he did exactly what he said he did. I'm going to take your spot, and as soon you know, whether whatever you want to say, you know, the, the big push off the, the cage at the end, crash pad or not, that was a long way down, especially for Jericho so, at 50 years old. So you know? about and, that, dude? And, oh, I was just going to say, yeah. so to cap that off, he thanked him loud for everyone like to me i felt like a lot of people are taking this moment from mjf's career i didn't like and they're it. just dissecting it and i feel like he kind of did everything he said he was going to do it's just not in the package that we wanted um you know in the sense now well, i don't like i felt like don't get me wrong i'm not saying there couldn't have been better execution you know what i'm saying i don't know if sammy being the one to, to, to give it up like i almost thought sammy was going to switch because you kind of planted that idea you know a while ago that is Sammy a double agent? Maybe he's going to be part of Pinnacle or whatever. So not, not, not after getting his face no, thrown into no, that chair. Like, no, nah, not at all. Know. Not at all. Nah. Especially, no, so I know Spears cracked the shit out of yeah. him with that chair. Love but that he had his own chair. I, I, I don't know if it's like... Like, he already did the thank you spot. Like, he's, he thanked him already on, on that parlay. So that's why I was like, you should have... Well, he, he said he was going to thank him. I could have swore he said it. I, like he kept saying, "That's how I'm going to end the night." Is you'll finally get the thank you you wanted I, for I creating a. No, nah, dude, I could have swore he started his part of the promo by thanking him. Oh, he did say, "I want to thank you," but yeah. the way he hammered it in was like, "But I'm going to give you that thank you you've been but, wanting." But my know? my point is that to me is not has not been circled or folk like as the main foot. Like no, that's why I'm like it, it was it was it, just yeah. a weird. I'm like I don't know. Like for me, it's like. He could have thrown Chris over, and they still wouldn't have won the match because he still would have had to surrender or submit, and he would have been out cold. So yeah, it just didn't make sense to me like that. I mean, it would have been different if he was up there holding Floyd about to bash his head in, mm. you know. But you know, I'm not saying you want to see one of your guys get thrown, uh, you know, 20 feet. But I will say this: I didn't expect him to really do it um, because when I when they went up there, first of all, Jericho, you could tell was. I don't know why he was milking it, like him taking so long to get up there. Yeah, I don't know if he knew that they were coming back uh, from, from yeah, that's picture yeah. A lot something. of people were saying that that um he just kept going, huh? Yeah, huh? Yeah, like wanted, going to yeah. the crowd. I was like, dude, chill out. Like, just not, that's kind of where the whole picture in picture dismay comes from because a lot, again, people thought when they would get built up, then it would kind of come they down, stretch slowly. it out. Yeah, yeah exactly. To they're trying time. to exactly. So and, I thought the minute he went up there. He was going off. Somebody well, was well, going off I, or going through the ceiling. The moment he went up there and he finally went up there, I was like, and then you know, that's when they mentioned uh, you know, the the doomed concrete yeah. staging. And then as soon as they said that, I was like, I literally laughed like 
Jericho ain't taking no Foley spot. I was worried. And I was like, he ain't figuring to take no Foley spot at 50 years old. And then so I didn't even mind it. And then when he actually did, I was like, what the fuck? I I mean, it it was more a Rikishi spot than a Foley spot. But I get why you say that. because Well, I say because I didn't know he was going to throw him backwards. I thought he was going to throw him like how Mick Foley got thrown off. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because the way he threatened it, you're right. He was going to hurl him off like Taker did. You're right. Um, but I felt like the minute that's what kind of killed it because I don't mind the crash pad and like I think that's that's where and I'll just fly because I know we keep going back and forth but Spanish fly dope. Uh I like the springboard cutter more. Oh, they that was the, the, fire! The, I forgot the, about the double that. jump. But like I had to I had to uh, walk through the the logic of that spot because for one it's like Spears would never go for a springboard like that yeah. to initiate. But if if he is on on the springboard and he gets hit by a chair, I can understand wanting to try to get to the other yeah. rope. Because you think they're coming back with return fire. Well, I, I'm that. even thinking like he doesn't want to fall in, in between the ropes. So yeah, he's yeah, like trying true. to get back into a ring. Yeah, But, gets, you know, if you're not thinking that way, you're like, oh, so he just walked right into it? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, assisted brain buster, dope. Yeah, I wasn't sure that that was a brain buster until he said it. I thought it was just a mm-hmm. a suplex, which I wasn't mad at either. But yeah, we talked about the I was gory... Mad. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I was going to say, I was mad that they didn't get to hit a one pile driver. At least we didn't yeah, see it. for real. I mean, but yeah. Uh, but Gory special to the cage. I think that was uh, Ortiz that took that spot. That looked nasty how he fell down in between. But very innovative for uh, Cash because I feel like some people forget that he uses that move. You know? Yeah. And and so I thought that was a good way to, to utilize and remind people. That spine buster we talked about uh, by Wardlow earlier to Sammy right after the break. That shit was... Ooh. Yo, he and threw... And that power bomb, too. He threw Sammy the fuck into that yeah, wall, bro. definitely. It was like, I got him, Spears. Yeah. Whoever or whoever is not getting along. He's like, <laughs> he, he's like oh, we'll make him do business. Yeah. Wait, and, what? I'll, I'll sell willingly. And I will say <laughs> that spot where the three of them, Santana and Proud and Powerful, which kind of gave me the first visual, you've always said maybe those three should roll together or something um you know post inner circle but it was kind of cool to see them like all right man this is the big son bitch like on this team let's just try to tee off and they you know he was they, they couldn't oh, take yeah. him down like i thought that was yeah, a cool it, it was like well like three three separate like single legs going on at the yeah. same time <laughs> yeah which was not I, a smart i will say that i wasn't a fan and this is and i'll explain why of the fork spot because it seemed yeah. like he messed that up like it was almost like because when he pulled it out i was like yo is that a plastic fork and then like you see something on it and you see him messing with it i was like Yo, please don't tell me he has a plastic fork with foil around to make it look like it's a real fork. Oh no! And that's what it looked like he was trying to like he was trying to wrap it back around like because if you notice, you know they don't you know they do a good mm. job with the camera angle where he jams it into MGF's head. Yeah, yeah. But then like you see him like wipe it on him like he, I'm like dude, there's there's nothing wiping on your body. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. But so I like, like that the way he sold to the camera was great. Yeah, the he did visual it look crazy yeah. and because he they brought up and, Abdullah and, 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 you know, and all that. I, I yeah. forgot about this because we, we talked about the white and purple. I like the jail motif. They they had going on with the respective, I did, but I like, didn't. like it, it. I think on certain people it didn't fit. Like I don't, I don't look at Sammy like, yeah, you're going to jail. Like you know, it just didn't. It, it was kind of weird, but I liked, uh, you know, like Hager proud and powerful. Good. Yeah, he yeah, did. They, yeah, proud and powerful, bringing back the dead prez paint. Yeah. Awesome. I've seen him do it on he, the he, Indies he, before. He, I don't know if you heard. I but, think uh, they did it in or, the parking lot too. Yeah, right? I was gonna say Ortiz actually ran to Tony on commentary and made sure to tell him to say to tell the people. That it's dead presidents. I don't, I don't know if you heard that. Oh no no. no. Is that Ortiz telling me to tell make sure I tell the people? 
It's dead presidents. <laughs> it's funny. I was like, that's what's that's up. That's pretty cool. Uh, uh, we did see the double spike pile driver, which was like yeah. a reversal where Sammy Sammy cut it a little close the way he dro- he dove in, but you know, on the exposed boards. Uh, like you said, the fork to MJF, the coast to coast, really nice as well. Yeah, um, yeah, that was a good. And I gotta say, even though it wasn't the best set of the diamond ring punch on top of the cage was a good bump. I will say that that, that Jericho took his. I don't, you know, the last time I saw on top of a Hell in a Cell was against Jericho, or not Jericho, but Triple H. You know, with the uh, yeah, barbed wire two by four. I'm not gonna lie, hair. dude. I I really did think that he was gonna win with the walls up there. Like I thought he was that, gonna have him yeah, tap see, with the walls on top. I really thought that as well. I Especially almost with all these boys stuck underneath him. Yeah, and, you know, they would have to literally beat up the other four guys. How did they get up there, by the way? Oh, Tully! Tully knocked out yeah, the ref. Yeah, I that's right. About yeah, that. yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. He took out uh, Bryce Remsburg because I, I, I kind of expected that to happen. But I, I guess to me too, like back to the ending, it's kind of tough because it's hard not to think like, how come none of you guys are trying to like rush this dude from behind? Like, it doesn't look like that high of a climb. Like, how come no one's trying to like go up there and try to save Jericho? Before like okay okay you know what I mean or, or like like well why wouldn't like Hager stand in front of the thing and try to catch yeah, him yeah th- that is a you great I mean? that's a that's a really fucking good I mean question, he dog. he could have caught him and they still could have both went through yeah but he would have like taken the brunt of it yeah kinda, you know what I mean and 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 again back to the concrete thing is I felt like as soon as as Excalibur said that I yeah, knew man. someone was going through and I just felt like. Not only did I, I know that, I said I really wish you didn't say that because I, concrete. I, you're not even saying metal, you, dude. You're not. You could have like, said it was sheets of metal, but you didn't. You said concrete. I, I mean, that, that, yeah, go, uh. go outside that sidewalk. That's what that's made out yeah. of. Yeah, like you know what I mean. And that's that's why I was like, like for me when he said that, I thought, oh, okay, no, no one's taking that spot. Then this is just a tease. Yeah. So that when it happened and I saw what it was later, I'm like, oh, I was like, you can totally tell that they created that specifically for this show because that's never there. Yeah. Otherwise. And I didn't mind it because, again, you, you, it's, you know, it's a, it's a new match type, different motif for the night. It's not the regular dynamite. But, yeah, I just thought I didn't mind the crash pad because I'm all for safety. It's just I think one of the things that's come up is there's like this weird some people are saying the fans are up in arms about it uh, because, yeah, you know. Yeah, obviously we want it, them to be safe. Yeah, yeah we're, yeah, not, we're know, not up in arms, but, but it's like. But more importantly, I think because people were up in arms about, oh, man, AEW is so unsafe with this Matt Hardy situation. But then they want to poo-poo on Jericho yeah, going true. on a crash pad. And it's like, again, I still thought it was a long way down still for because him. Because y'all, He's y'all, 50 years old. What did you expect him to do? Like, you know, and, it and was it's short Jer- of taking the bump for real. I was going to say, if it was Jericho taking that Matt Hardy bump, y'all would have been, like, even more yeah, you know what I mean. But it's kind of it's like at first let's play it safe, and now it's like, well, we wanted our blood and guts, like yeah, so. It's like now you got a bloodlust, like it's which weird. One is it? Because to me, I'm like, well, y'all could have done the same thing, uh, just off the actual stage and just throw Jericho through the same tables that he got powerbombed through. Yeah, very uh, true by Wardlow. But I think what it is is they just gotta they gotta step up the movie magic mm-hmm. in terms of hiding it. Yeah. I don't think it's about a budget or yeah, no about what see. they're using. Like, but I shouldn't be able to tell. Yeah, it shouldn't look like or pe- like like Jericho shouldn't be bouncing back up when he gets thrown through. Because like I told you, I'm like, oh, it's concrete. So what is he, Hancock coming back into like the yeah. Earth's atmosphere? Like, yeah, sir. Because and I get that because and maybe maybe if you were to jump like off a tall building, you know, because you're committing suicide. I, I could understand if you landed on a, on a car, maybe. Yeah, you would dent the car. You know what I'm 100%. saying? And, and maybe you'd bounce up. But it's like, it wasn't, it was high, but not that high. And it, like I said, I'm glad that they're, you know, because even like Russell Talk were like, I enjoyed the match because I did. And I felt like it did exactly what it said it was going to do, which it did. But I feel like who, I can't be that person that demonizes a, 
wrestling company for keeping one of its top stars safe. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Short I of like, yeah, that's what not, else could they have done? And don't, maybe they shouldn't have done the spot at all, especially if it was just going to be a post-match statement made by MJF and I'm really taking your spot. I get why it was done. Yeah, if, if it was like some Scar, Lion King, like I'm going to step on your fingers and you're going to fall to your death type stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, I can get that if they frame it better, but... I think, you know, earlier, you know, you had asked people how they felt. And, you know, I said, oh, the finish could have been better or whatever I said. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily about the spot. It was necessarily for me. I'm like, we're really going to do the whole surrender spot on this? I'm like. And and like I that, feel like that's so AEW, right? Because they're always well, like, I, we I, got we got draws. And we don't just say that. There's going to be a draw every now and then just so we could make the point, you know? So I think yeah. when they say, we said submit or surrender. We're not just saying it. It could happen. And maybe that's why they thought, well, we, we should do it with the first one. But. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they, they could have still had them win by surrender if that's the way they really wanted to go. I mean, if they would have been, if they would have submitted somebody, it wouldn't have been, they, no one would have looked soft because everyone took an ass whip in the whole match. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I almost thought Tyson was going to come out and be a, a I, difference see, I was about too. to bring that up too because I was like, so they get Tully. So, like, what happens when Tully knocks out the ref? They have no one to watch their back. Yeah. I'm like, you know what I mean? Or and it makes me wonder, are they going to get somebody? I mean, maybe that's what. That's probably why they left us asking all these questions, man. Yeah, but and again, it's it's very weird because of the way they went off the air. Like I said, when we started talking about the match, Jericho has made it seem like this is just the beginning. So I don't know where they go from here. They're gonna have to bring it down a couple notches, and like I said, maybe it's gonna mean more because they're gonna be clean wins and clean losses in this ongoing war between the Pinnacle and Inner Circle. But what I will say is a good effort by all men involved. Um, it was ugly, you know what I mean? And, yeah, and that's uh, the one thing is uh, war is not pretty, you know. So there was a lot of awkward spots, and but no, it, that, that, yeah, I wasn't expecting was, it, was it to be good like brutality. I'm glad that it, 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 like, I don't change the stuff that happened. Yeah, because you know I brought up oh, look, like sometimes some some of these guys came in a little too. Hot. I don't, I don't blame that. I, I, I don't change that because if it looked way too rehearsed, I would have been like, this is not yeah. what blood and guts is, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I did say earlier that I felt a little underwhelmed. Like I don't, I don't think that the match necessarily underdelivered, but. I could say that maybe because of the way they produced the match, yeah. I didn't feel as satisfied yeah. or I didn't feel like I got my entire fill of yeah. what the match should have brought in my mind. Because, again, I feel like there was a lot of action we missed due yeah. to those camera cuts, to be and, honest, and and the commercials. like that. That's yeah. my only real thing. And I think the surrender like, thing is going to be subjected to those yeah. who, you know what I mean? But, you know, I can deal without that. But, yeah, as far as overall match, like I said, I feel like there's a lot that we probably just didn't get. Like, I I want to see when people got busted open. I want to see No, 100%. But I also think, too, to add to, you also had mentioned how you felt like this was the blow-off. Yeah, it felt that way, I think So that's probably another reason why I think. Yeah, yeah, you probably had a higher expectation that kind of. Very true. And, and again, I just found out that this rivalry is just getting started literally on the drive over here, my dude. And you know what? I I think that's due to the part of the way that they book the War Games matches in NXT. So it's like, you know, you don't really see any. uh, It's a crescendo. You know, long-term fallout. Yeah, yeah. yeah, You don't really see a whole lot of lingering feuds i mean sometimes you'll see some stuff like you know raquel long-term story storytelling with the eo shirai stuff but yeah um that was a whole nother thing but yeah i mean overall i mean i'm not disappointed i mean uh it was the first one you know what i mean yeah so i mean lots of history to be made and we just had that uh, lights out match not too long ago that delivered but i think a lot of people just keep wanting to magnetize the ending of this to 
you know, the exploding barbed wire match. And I just feel like they're kind of in two different arenas. Yeah, but you, know? you can't blame but, people for like, well, the last time they gave us a specialty match, it didn't yeah. run so hot. So or they, the last they time got they made a promise, they didn't deliver. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, like, shout out to Justin Lopez again. Like, he, he sent me this meme where it showed Jericho and the, uh, you know, where he fell. Yeah. And then it says, it was like this makeshift uh, uh, quote from Tony said, Kenny Omega uh, uh, was the one that built the crash pad. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, true. man. I was just, a lot of people have been saying, all we got was blood and no guts. False advertising, oh, Tony. Man. Pay up. And it's like, Jesus, Jesus man. Come on, man. Y'all, y'all, I mean, y'all, y'all It takes everything. guts to step in a ring into a match like that. That's why I saw the guts. But hey, that's me. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, like I said, I thought it was good. And I thought, also, uh, kudos for them making theirs look different yeah. than um, WWE yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? So, um, it's hard to do when when there's nothing but a traditional way or look of how things go aesthetically and all that. Yeah, because let's not act like Sammy wouldn't have loved to jump off that thing. Oh yeah, you, you know? know what I mean. I mean again through those two tables, fucking mm-hmm. you know crowd <laughs> crowd surf, and they would have carried him all there the way back. Go. He would have he would have got crowd surfed all the way back to Houston by God. <laughs> but uh, I do want to say thank you guys for uh, tuning in, man. Um, definitely had to cover blood and guts. Of course, had uh, uh, quite a bit of stuff going on in NXT as well with mm-hmm. the uh, the False Count Anywhere match. We also got new women's tag team champions. We got what four guys that are, I guess, three new con- contenders looking to be, uh, you know, in a cross's shadow TikTok for yep. him on the mm-hmm. other end. So then we got Swerve. Uh, getting, yeah, Swerve. Getting, yeah, getting new stable. Little, new yeah, because I will say this: like his match with uh, Rough kind of felt like takeover quality. Like, it, yeah, it was I didn't realize good. it was going to be a, a False Count Anywhere until uh, I read that that's what it ended up being. So I was like, oh, okay, okay, I'll check yeah. that out. Yeah, we also got the two out of three falls for the yeah, cruiserweight next, next week. week. Yeah, and then um, uh, the women's title match, too, with and, uh, Mercedes and Raquel. That yeah, you're right. War wor- words, I mean, I, if you haven't watched it, go watch yeah, it. I gotta, yeah, I did go back and check that out. But to be honest, I am also excited for, I mean, NXT, or NXT I'm saying AEW got a pretty wow. popping next week, too. You know, they do. Went three championship matches, mm-hmm. you know, one that's not even theirs. It's yep. uh, New Japan's title, so... I'm definitely uh, gonna be uh, you know up for taking notes for next week. But again, definitely. thank you guys for uh, checking us out as you do every week. Uh, we try to bring the show to you uh, every Friday, man. This is episode 151. Uh, we're moving closer to that to that three year spot, man. Oh yeah, man. I mean, I mean, we, we the three year anniversary already passed, but I mean, the fact that we got three years of episodes is just I love it. Yeah, still bananas. You guys are still listening, still supporting, and we love you guys for it. So. Uh, Feel free to uh, tell your friends about us. Tell your mom. Tell your mom's mom. Tell your mom what she gets her hair done. Tell everybody. And cousin them. You know, that uh, wrestling is real. And you could uh, listen to us talk about it. And that's uh, The Quincy Jones Show on Twitter. Uh, it's The Quincy Jones Show on IG and backslash The Quincy Jones Show on Facebook. You know, always check us out. Again, every Friday we release on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, CastBox. That is SoundCloud. And, of course, we always got you back at True100Radio.com, yes, man. And uh, also check us out, man. Uh, I mean, we got the email still open. You guys are looking for uh, an outlet to get your your products out there. Maybe we could help you all out. Maybe you all want to be a sponsor. You guys want to be a special guest on the show. You guys are in the actual industry. We would love to give you a shot, man. Just hit us up. Mm-hmm. The Quincy Jones Show at gmail.com. And, of course, if you want to support your boys... Uh, with a little bit of merch, merch. We got that pocket tee, man. You know, summer's coming out. The yes, vibes sir. is right. You know what I'm saying? Let the, yes, they are. the whole world know who you rocking with, who you repping with. And of course, uh, you may want to uh, make sure you let them know what videos you watching because you know we got the world's greatest tag team popping on YouTube right now. So go and check that out, man, Boom. as well. And on that note, Doc, take us into our obligatory, this is awesome ad space. <laughs> you guys know what it is. It's Triple H, Triple H himself, the hip 
hip-hop hybrid. Yes, the only one in existence in the world of hip-hop and pro wrestling. Me, Doc Lesnar, reminding you guys the same thing I told you during the break. Go and get my album, This Is Awesome, produced entirely by Awesome Beats, my cousin, featuring Megaran, featuring uh, Quincy Jones Go, featuring Ielis, the artist. Uh, yeah, that is you. And, of course, Cam Archman. What do you guys need? Another reason. It's on every single digital streaming platform in the business. So go ahead and check that out. In the meantime, go ahead and check out our world's greatest tag team, just like my constituent over here, Quincy Jones Go said, shot and directed by him, of course. And uh, that's just one of the best things going today on YouTube. That's not an insult. That's a fact of life. Other than that, follow your boy at Doc Lesnar on Instagram, at Doc underscore KJS pod for the latest in wrestling memes and new scoops, of course. And follow me at I'm Doc Lesnar on Twitter and Facebook. And other than this is awesome, I got three words for you, Jones. Can you guess? Is it blood and guts? Ah, oh, that's a good one. Top guys, out. out.